Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh, that's right. Yes. What's up, guys? Best show's back. Don't put that hum. I know what that is. I don't like it. My friends, my name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of The Best Show. And tonight, we have an exciting program for you. The topic, Sharpling's Ark. What does that mean? Well, if we're trying to save the world, to start over, you know what we got to do. Got to get everybody on the ark. Who goes on the ark to to build this better new world? We'll talk about that and all sorts of other stuff. A lot of fun and surprises and good times ahead tonight on the best show. But right now, the old clock on the wall tells me that it's not time for the best show, but it's time for... That's right. Time for our best show. Yeah, the hashtag warm-up show for the best show. And tonight's hashtag is Star Wars candy bars. That's the hashtag 201-332-3484. Star Wars candy bars. Now I'm looking for something like Charleston Chewbacca. Right? Let's get it going. 201-332-3484 at Best Show. Bring it. Everybody, let's get going. And if you do a good job, you know what you get. As you always get on at Best Show. You do a good job. Yeah. Get the whip. You do a bad job. Yeah. The toilet flush. At Best Show. Here we go. At Best Show, welcome. Jabba the Zagnut. Jabba the what? The Zagnut. Jabba the Zagnut. Good one, bro. Love it. Good. Yeah. At Best Show. Star Wars candy bars. Jabba the Zagnut. Charleston Chewbacca. At Best Show. Bring it. Charleston Chewbacca? Yeah, I said that already, stupid. I'm oh, sorry. At Best Show, bring it. BB-8 Ruth. BB-8, what's that? BB-8 Ruth. BB-8 Ruth, like Baby Ruth? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thanks. Let's get it going. At Best Show, get those hashtags in. Star Wars candy bars. Yeah, at Best Show, what yeah. do you got? Anna Kinder Bueno. Say it again? 
The Anna Kinder Bueno, a little European style. European style? Sorry, bro. I'll take it. No traction on that one. At best show, bring it. Jaw Wonka Bar. Jaw Wonka Bar, love it. Yeah. At best show, what do you got? Star Wars candy bars, bring it. C3PO Henry. C3PO Henry, love it. Yeah. At best show, 201-332-3484. What do you got? Star Wars candy bars. That's what we're doing. Bring it. Star Wars candy bars. Got a couple good ones. Got some uh, some dumb ones. At best show, bring it. Whatchamakilo? Whatchamakilo? Good job. At best show, what do you got? Not a candy bar, but how about Death Starburst? Not a candy bar? Well, guess what, my friend? The hashtag is Star Wars candy bars, so... You know what you get. Oh. At best show, bring it. Starburst war. Yeah. Starburst is not a candy bar. You know what you get. You're right uh. with that guy. At best show, bring it. Galaxy Far Far Milky Way. Say that again. Galaxy Far Far Milky Way. Great job. At Best Show, what do you got? Star Wars candy bars. Bring it. Milk, Milky Wado? Milky Wado. Yeah. Love it. At Best Show, what do you got? Uh, Toblerone Kenobi. Toblerone Kenobi. That gets you three whips. Great one, bro. At Best Show, bring it. Star Wars candy bars. What do you got? Caramello Lobot. What? Caramello Bot. Just robots is what you're saying. No, no, lo- Lobot. Lobot? Who's Lobot, bro? He was uh, Lando's right-hand man. Ah, that dude with the bolts or something? Yeah. Everybody out of the tunnel! Everybody out of the tunnel! Good job, bro. At best show, bring it. Star Wars now, candy bars. Now and Vader. Now Invader, love it. Yeah. At best show, Star Wars candy bars, what do we got? Han Rolo. Han Rolo. Rolos are not a candy bar, but I'm pushing it through because it's chocolate-based. Great job, bro. Star Wars candy bars, at best show, bring it. Hashtag time. Heath Vader. Heath Vader? Like Heath Bar. Yeah, not good. Not very good, bro. At best show. Go. Han Solo Henry? Han Solo. Did we hear that one already? Still giving you the whip. Good job, bro. At best show. Bring it. Star Wars candy bars. All right. Episode three Musketeers. My friend? What? Good job. At best show, bring it. R2D Tootsie Roll. R2D Tootsie Roll. Everybody out of the tunnel! Everybody out! Good job, bro. At best show, bring it. Alderaan Joy. 
little shaky, but still, you get the whip. At Best Show, what do you got? Star Wars candy bars, bring it. Mr. Good Jar Jar. Sorry, bro. Ah. At Best Show, bring it. Luke Skybar. What? Luke Skybar. Skybar? What's a Skybar? Skybar's a candy bar. That's weird European trash. Sorry, bro. Ah. At best show, bring it. Salacious Violet Grumble. At best show, bring it. Star Wars candy bars, what do you got? I'm Skittles. Skittles are not candy bars. At best show, bring it. Score 2D2. Score 2D2, love it. Alright, couple more, then it's time for the best show to start. At best show, bring it. Milky Ray. Milky Ray. Good job. One more. These are the final ones, Mike. Don't let anyone else through. At best show, bring it. Darth Nutragius. At best show, bring it. Uh, Milky Way Midnight Dark Side. Final one. At best show. Face continue for Jeff Nugget. <laughs> All right. Now, it's time for the best show to start. Let's do it.
Mike was live on that. Sorry. My friends. The best show. Three hours. Of mirth. Music. And mayhem. Let's do it. 201-332-3484. That's the number if you want to talk to me about all sorts of things. Tonight we're talking about Sharpling's Ark. That's right. What will that be? Well, we're going to imagine we're leaving the planet. Imagine it's time to go. And I have a chance to put together the vessel that can restart humanity. Who goes on it? 201-332-3484. We just heard from a giant dog. So good. This album's new album. Pile. It's on Merge. I'll come crashing. Can't mess with that, man. You like that, Mike? Yeah, it was nice. Mike says it was nice. It was nice. A little more than nice, but... Mike's like uh, Warren Beatty in that uh, Madonna movie when he was like, yeah, the show... Or, no, Kevin Costner when he's like, yeah, the show was neat. He should have been walked out right then. Neat. Neat. Kevin Costner. So many things to do tonight. So much to do, so much to see. Right? So much to do, so much to see. Who is that? I know who it is. I'm just pretending. The test, Pat. Pat yelled out, Smash Mouth. It's a trap. It's a, it's a bad taste, uh, trick. Figure out what you got bad taste. Smash Mouth! You're out. Pat's on ice for 15 minutes. For, for liking Smash Mouth too much. Look, I would I would see Smash Mouth in concert. That'd be a fun show, wouldn't it? Some sort of They must be doing some sort of outdoor festivals this summer. That's like a summer band now. Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray. They have to just be like when you're in a band like that, you must just say, "Well, I will never I will make all the money I make in the summer. I will never have a summer to myself ever again. Because I'll be out playing somebody all summer long. Hey, you guys going to do All-Star tonight? Meet the guy. That would be the greatest thing. Meet the guy from Smash Mouth. Hey, are you guys doing all-star? I can't wait to see the show. Thanks, man. 
Hey, can I ask a question? Uh, sure, what? <laughs> I uh, was wondering, uh, any chance you guys are going to play All-Star tonight? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll do All-Star. Oh, are you going to do it early in the show or where? Pretty much last. You're sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure All-Star's the last thing we'll be playing tonight. Might as well be walking on the sun. Man, that dude. That's like stretching your... Th- that's like stretching the... if you're Whatever talent you got, man. That dude maxed out. You know, you, you think of people like... Like these super talents who just never use what they had. <laughs> like the idea that like Prince left behind, he recorded all this stuff. He's kind of never, you, we never saw everything he was capable of in a way. We've seen literally everything the dude in Smash Mouth is capable of. <laughs> he has shown us every trick Every move he's got, we've seen. It's not like there's a thing waiting that he's just like, someday I'll show them. A love supreme. A love supreme. Boom, 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 boom. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing? You go see Smash Mouth Live, and then they come out, and it's just, we're going to do something a little different for you tonight. I hope everybody's up for, uh, <laughs> I hope people are up for, we're gonna, we're gonna try something different tonight. Everybody sit back, relax. This is Smash Mouth. We're spreading our wings tonight. Thanks, everybody, for coming to uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Just want to let you know the log flume uh, will be open in, in an hour. They're getting the barf out of the <laughs> out of the water track. But in the meantime, sit back. A love supreme, a love supreme, a love supreme. A love supreme. Boo! <laughs> that would be something, huh, Mike? Oh, the lip from my... It would be. Mike, I tell you. This dude's half out the door. I know he's plotting something. I know he's plotting something. He's going to do his own show. Steal my notebook. Hey, everybody. And for, let me, let me just back up. For people who don't know, well, first of all, welcome to the best show. If you're new, if you're new to the show, welcome. Door's always open for new people. When I mentioned Mike, you're like, who's Mike? Is this like, is this like Ernest? I'm mentioning a guy who doesn't exist the way he would mention Vern all the time. No. Mike exists. Mike is the associate producer of the show, the call screener. Holds down a, 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 a ton of tasks. 
So when I'm talking about Mike, that's who I'm talking to. And if you're new to the show, give a call, 201-332-3484. Well, my friends, where did I go this week? Very interesting story. I went to Nashville. Love it in Nashville. Right now, my system is, if you were to draw blood from me, uh, it would it would, would be determined that I am about 6% goo-goo cluster right now. I ate way too many goo-goo clusters when I was down there. Why did I do that? Why did I think, like, it's like when you go to the movies and you think you can eat anything as long as it's dark. And you're in a movie seat or that you're flying and you're just like, yeah, I can eat any garbage on this flight. doesn't count in the air. Man, I loaded up on Goo Goo Clusters down there. You ever have a Goo Goo Cluster, Mike? Oh, it's good stuff. You know what they're like? They're like down-home Reggie bars. Remember Reggie bars? Remember Reggie Jackson had a candy bar, Mike? You were more of a Mets fan. So you were eating a Lee Mazzilli bar at that point, right? Mike was eating a Lee bar. Yeah, now the Goo Goo Cluster. That's like a... It's good. It's more than good. I am a Goo Goo Cluster now. In the movie Nashville, they do even a thing for... Go go goo goo clusters like the like when they're doing one of the old Grand Ole Opry things they do a goo goo cluster commercial as the goo goo cluster store will remind you in Nashville. Do you think Star Wars candy bars trends tonight? Even though we did it as a a trash goof, I bet you it trends. Star Wars candy bars. So I go down. Me and uh, Terry T. Uh, you know, Terry T. Host of the Cherry Blossom Clinic. My uh, better half. My better half. So we drive down. Nice drive. Nice 12 hour drive. The drive goes like this. Wawa, Sheets, Waffle House, Shoney's. That's the drive. <laughs> what you see from your window. We DJed at Duke's, a really cool bar that our friends uh, Sarah and Joey uh, uh, run, and that's so honored to be a part of their a year anniversary celebration for the month of April. Got down. Who do you think I finds out in town as soon as they get there, Mike? Kurt Vile, KV. Yeah. Go over to Fond Object, the the store run by the Ets.
see KV. And KV's like, you going to see Neil Young tonight? Because Neil Young was playing in town. So I'm like, yeah, I don't have tickets. Let me look. So look on StubHub, Mike. Get a load of this. Four, Probably four hours before the show. $70. Fourth row. Yeah, it was nice. Buy him. Neil Young was so good. Oh. He was so good. He's playing with that band that's like Willie Nelson's kids. Promise of the Real. I'm telling you, man. They had him, they had him, uh, cranking. They lit a fire under him. They did this version of, uh, of, uh, you ever hear the song Down by the River? They did that. It was so good. It had to have been, had to have been, um, 25 minutes long, easy. And he was like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Tell you, man, I'm getting... Wow. Mike. Not into it. He's not into it anymore. You know what I also found with Neil Young? He was playing down in Nashville. Unlike the times I've seen him up here, he liked it down there. He was in a good mood. And he was just like chit-chatting and like having fun on stage. And then you see him, you're just like, man, this dude does not like playing New York. (laughs) You just start to realize it. Like, oh yeah, he, he gets up there and he's joking. Having a grand old time. Should I pick up the hotline? Yeah. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told that uh, there's a famous person on the hotline, and this is a relevant call for me to take right now. Well, uh, to whom am I speaking? Yeah, this is a salacious crumb diddly umptious bar. <laughs> All right, I'll put that one through. Salacious yeah. crumb diddly umptious bar. It's Kurt Vile. What's up? How are you, KV? I'm fine. I'm just in my music space. I uh, I heard you talking about me, and I just thought I'd call. Psych, I was going anyway. So. You were at the Neil Young show. Didn't it feel, I was. Didn't it feel like he 
liked playing in Nashville as opposed to, like, the tri-state area? Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen him in a lot of places, but I think, let me think about this. Yeah, the only pl- the only city I've seen him in is, uh, even though I've seen him, like, 12 times, except for Nashville, was, uh, I saw him, you know, in Philly, my town. My hometown. <laughs> uh-huh. But he, like, he was, like, joking around and seemed like he was, like, l- having more, like, he seemed so uptight when he does these New York shows. Yeah, well, I don't know what it's like in uh, New York, but in Philly, because we all love him, you know, you know, in Philly, we bust balls to show our love, and Neil Young, he's, you know, on his ranch, on his, in his nice little ranch in his California-esque world, he doesn't really... He doesn't always have time for the ball busting. I'm sure he understands, but even so, there's so much love in Philly, you know. But they're all just busting his balls, really, and yeah. it's just like, all right, okay, I get it. Are you getting Are you getting a commission for his for every time you say that? For what? What did I say? You know what you're saying. I don't. <laughs> I don't fine. know what the commission where where would the commission would fall. Thanks. I don't know if you have a deal <laughs> with like a Dick Sporting Goods or something. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So I lost track. Don't worry. So look. So you go see. You see him in Philly, and everybody gives him a hard time in Philly. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like he was, you know, sort of preaching. He's all about saving the earth, which is great. He's all about Pono and high quality. You know, don't want my MP3. You only get five percent, you know. Like, yeah, he's all just like all about. But he was dude, at one point, like people were sort of heckling him with love and Philly the whole time. At one point, he he stopped. And he's like, back in the day, you know, you could just play any music you like. There wouldn't be any. And now, what they do with the internet, you, they put it in all these compartments. So what you have is a choice. And he's about to say about the internet, and then somebody in the crowd was like, "Oh no!" Like, like they're afraid of the internet. He's like, "I was going somewhere with that." And just started playing and says. Oh no! <laughs> so he, yeah. So so his his story got cut short in Philly because some good dude decided to heckle him about his were his fears of the internet, which are well, legitimate. Yeah, his fears of the internet, but also to whoever his was. Like I'm always defending Neil, but like it's just funny. It's just love because he's like. We know. We know about the internet. Oh, no! Like, there's like this new kind of monster, some kind of monster, some new kind of monster. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, so he does, that. he was playing, he seemed like super charged up, and like those like kids were in the band were like, had him like fired up. Willie Nelson's kids. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Dude, I got this theory, man. He's, did you ever read Shaky? Yeah. You know how he's always saying funky, you know? The best thing you could be is funky, you know? Uh-huh. And I I guess I, I forgot that, obviously, Willie Nelson's kids play with Willie, so they've been around anyway. But I I still he's still always good at pulling bands out and, like, seeing something in them early. And I just feel like he's like, I like these kids. These kids are funky, and I believe in them. And I'm going to take them on the road. I'm going to teach about music because I believe in them. The uh. funky kids. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, so- and that's what he did. Yeah, and that it was good. That that version of Down by the River was so heavy duty and the, Yeah, go ahead. It was just so locked in. And 
You actually, the rest of us, when the show's over, we leave. We get shown, we get shuttled through the gate. I saw you for a second in the front. You did. Yeah, I well, gave you a hug. You didn't know where I was going. You didn't know why I had to run so soon, did you? Well, I had a feeling when I saw a laminate around your neck where you might be going. <laughs> so then that was a slight giveaway that you might be going backstage. So you go back and you actually meet, you put the picture on Instagram. It's a picture of you, you and Neil Young together, which is so, yeah. so awesome. That was awesome. I'm still, I'm still high from that. Uh, it's the second time I met him, but both times were very brief, but this time I did get a picture. Even my wife, Suzanne, she, we got a little convo, a quick convo in and, uh, I could have told him so many things, but I was, you know, he's my idol, so I flipped on everything. But I was like, oh, I'm buddies with Gary Bird, and, you know, the artist, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but then, you know, because, yeah, Down by the River was just incredible. It was the best version I've ever seen him do. And I was like, Neil, man, I've seen you 12 times, and that Down by the River, it was like you were in outer space and underground at the same time. It was unbelievable. And he just sort of smiled, and then he got real serious. He's like, oh, yeah, we can go on, we can go in outer space whenever we want. <laughs> whenever like, we want like he's been doing this for too long to be like oh thank you very much he's like, yeah like no no you know you know you know what we can go in our space wherever we want okay <laughs> that is the that was the coolest that you that you uh got to talk to him and that's the that's like the if you only have like a minute to talk to him, that's kind of everything you could hope to get out of that minute. You got out of it. Yeah. Oh, and like, yeah, and then like he was definitely just ready to walk away, and I was like, he's like, ask for a picture, ask for a picture. I was like, shot, you know. I was, I was like, take a picture. And he's like, sure. You know, like the really yeah. quick, sure, like, yeah. All right. Like he wasn't mean. No. Not too nice. Just right. Just exactly. <laughs> sure. All right. Make it quick, kid. Yeah. So that, look, that, I think that's so awesome. And that picture, you, you have that up on, it's online, and it's so, it's like the circle. It's like the circle. The circle of life. Yes. Because you are him. Well, You're him. You're like, he was you. Well, guess what? He's better, but I'm, you know, I'm just trying to keep keep up with him. Well, pretty soon I got I got to meet him. I'm going to meet him like you know, four or five more times. Then he'll actually you know, then maybe he'll know my music too. But whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe people can <laughs> scream, uh, scream out stuff at Philly shows about it next time he plays. Oh no! <laughs> so KV, what are you doing now? You're 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 going back out over the summer. You're on tour again. Yeah, I got a little break here. Uh, my family met me in New Orleans, and we did a little road trip. I got did a little southern road trip, drove to Nashville. I, I'm, like, totally country dorking out right now. So we did the Nashville thing and saw you, and, and uh, I got a little time off. And, yeah, you know, I got I got, I got a few weeks off and doing festivals in Europe. And same old, you know, blah, uh, blah. Well, look, and then you got it. When you have a chance, you know you got to come up here and hang out in studio. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, totally. I can't wait. I I'm gonna call. I want to come in the next few weeks, honestly. But we'll see how you're feeling. And, and uh, look, 
I want to get over there. You tell me when. You tell me when, Kurt. I will tell you when. You tell me when. And just maybe, uh, maybe I don't know if Jello man, if there's, it might be, we, I don't know if we can fit him in. It might be a little tight. He might have to sit in his well, uh, Jello van. He'll do what I tell him, so. <laughs> I'll tell him and I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, KV. I, you, hey, I, I can't wait to see you. Yeah, totally. Tom, real, real quick, can you yeah? give me a huge favor? Uh, What's my that? My buddy Rob, who, who uh, he turned me on to you. He's actually in my video. His his better half, is it's her birthday, and she loves you. Can you say happy birthday to Emily Brennan while you're at it, please? Happy birthday to Emily Renan? Brennan. 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 Yeah. Happy birthday to Emily Brennan. I can't thank you enough for everything you do for the general Philadelphia Kurt Vile community. Yeah, dude. All right. Is that good? Yeah, it's great. All right. All buddy. right, man. I'll it's talk to you later. You. I can't I'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Look at that Kurt Vile checking in. I'll tell you, man. These people put down the best show. They put it down. sick of it it's war constant war up in this piece trying to take away what I got they can't take it away they can't you can't take it away it's the best show oh yeah I just plunked the line down oh Kurt Vile's on the line oh look that's how it goes up in here that's who's actually listening to this thing he's not a guest on your your show. Oh, hey, very exciting. We have in the studio Kurt Vile, uh, who's uh, new. No, he's listening to this show. You think he's listening to your thing? No, he's not. You get him as a guest, whoop de damn do. As Derek Coleman said, whoop de damn do. And can't anybody find me a clip of Derek Coleman saying that? He said, well, whoop de damn do. When they offered him the contract, whoop de damn <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if somebody gets me audio of that $8, I will PayPal you $8 to the first person who gets me audio of Derek Coleman from, from your New Jersey Nets saying, what will whoop de damn do? Yeah, Neil Young was awesome. Hung out more, went to the uh, Johnny Cash Museum. That was nice. Got to see all the stuff, saw his jackets and, and, uh, whatnots, his jackets. Now he, he ruled. That was what a, what a, uh, not a enormous museum, but it was so, it was great seeing all, all that stuff, all the, all the Johnny Cash stuff. It was very touching. What a, what a pure dude. What a pure dude that guy is. <clears throat> and naturally, like every museum, it's set up to uh, make you super weepy at the very end, right as they shove you out into the gift shop. Because you go through the whole thing, and then suddenly you're watching, like, you see the chair that he sat in for that, the Hurt video. And they're showing it, and they're, he's singing it, and then... Then suddenly you get booted out and you've got a, uh, Ed Hardy looking Neil, uh, the Johnny Cash shirt. 
that you pay $58 for because you don't know which way is up. He, uh, but you know what took me out of it? Right before I left, there was a thing. It was like, Johnny Cash facts and the sign, and I'm reading it. And his songs have been covered by like, Baba Bon Snoop Dogg, and they spelled dog with one G. I was like, come on. Didn't make me, suddenly took me out. I was ready to cry. One, I was one G away from crying. That spelling mistake took me out. Took me out of it. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to write on it. Yeah, I started. Uh, that'd be a great thing. Hey, guys, uh, I can't do the best show this week. I, uh, I'm i in uh, Nashville jail right now. I got arrested for uh, defacing the... Uh, uh, for defacing a sign in the Johnny Cash Museum. I have a court date. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be down here for the next five weeks waiting for my court date. Saw OBN 3s played. Oh, they're so awesome. And then uh, Hans Condor opened for them. They're great. Drove back, left late yesterday, drove, pulled an all-nighter basically on the road, Mike. Yeah, powered through. Yeah. You know what makes it not the best time? When it's raining literally from Tennessee until you get to New Jersey. The whole time. It's raining. These tractor trailers, man, they do not care. They run you off. They'll run you off into a ditch. Not even think twice. And look, I'm not going to put down truckers. They're America's cowboys. They're out there. They're the ones hauling our stuff coast to coast. But uh, when's somebody going to do a uh, 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 an expose on truckers? Like when's somebody going to do a Fast Times at Ridgemont High on truckers? Like infiltrate the trucker world. Because there's no way those truckers don't A- as I talked about with Dave Hill, they don't, there's no way they don't police their own community and enforce uh, what I refer to as trucker justice if someone violates the codes. There's no way you're not get be- getting beaten down in that uh, those trucker showers that they have at rest stops. I got to find out what's going on in that trucker community. I've talked to a couple truckers on Periscope. Like when I would go, when I, there was like a, a stretch when I was working on this job and I'd go on Periscope and I wouldn't film myself. I would just talk to people. I talk, there would be all these like, I'm a trucker alone in a part. And why, I don't know why I'm doing a CW McCall impression suddenly. That fake trucker, C.W. McCall, he was like a radio guy. The guy who did the song Convoy. And we crashed the gates doing 98. It said, let them truckers roll, 10-4. Right? That dude was like a radio guy, right? He was not a real trucker. What's the story with C.W. McCall? I gotta find out now. Hold on. Hold your horses, folks. 
There's a song, Convoy. It was a huge hit. Let's see. William Dale Fries, Freeze Jr. He's known for his truck-themed outlaw country songs. Let's see. He was creative director at an ad agency. He created an award-winning television campaign for Old Home Bread. The trucker, the ads featured a truck driver named C.W. McCall. And then, what, this dude like started recording songs as the commercial he created? It's the weirdest thing I ever heard. Even weirder, he wrote the stuff with the guy from Manheim Steamroller, Chip Davis. It's getting weirder. What a weird. So Mannheim Steamroller and an ad guy created a number one song. Convoy. That's what I need. I need a thing like that. Just a dumb hit, man. Where they're just handing you money. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, then it gets options for like a movie. What would I do a thing about like Reddit, right? Song about Reddit. Yeah, I'm here with Reddit. Like cow Reddit cowboy. No, that's stupid. Ugh, what would it be? Groupons. Nobody does that anymore. Would it be LimeWire? Is that a thing? No, that's not anymore. What's a thing? I can just milk. You can just cash in, pop back out, right? I don't know. I'm going to figure one out and rip everyone off. Like, people be like, oh, that thing is the biggest piece of garbage I've ever heard. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and uh, me and my yacht, thank you for not liking it. What's that? I couldn't hear you over the sound of my yacht starting. Starting. Do you start a yacht? Shows how where I'm at. I don't even know how you get a yacht, a yacht rolling. What's this about Nashville? Here's one thing I want to ask. All about the South, especially Nashville, though. Explain this, people of Nashville. Seltzer, you don't have that. They don't have it. Hi, yeah, soda water, club soda, seltzer water, anything. Those machines don't have a little button that says soda on them? Like we, like, what, do they make them differently for the South? Nobody wants, it's not, we got Sprite. I don't want Sprite. If I get Sprite, I might as well get Diet Dr. Pepper, for goodness sake. If I'm going to have soda, I'm going to get some caffeine out of it. I'm not just looking for sugar. Come on. Come on, South. Try seltzer for once in your lives. You'll love it. I'm telling you. Maybe I got to do a song as dead, like a Deadpool knockoff, right? Like somebody said they wrote a song called Red, Cesspool. I don't know. That, that sounds stupid. Sorry, bro. That sounds great. I'm sure your version is great. Somebody on Twitter. 
What if I do a song like as Deadpool, right? Hey, it's me, Deadpool, right? I'm going to shoot you. Like, is it a country song, Deadpool? I don't know. Got to get it to cut all across. I need a four-quadrant hit. I just need one of those hits that people just pull the trigger. They're just like, fine, I'll buy it. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a, a country Deadpool song. Hey, it's me, Deadpool, and I'm down south. Or I'll just, since I don't have the rights to Deadpool, it'd be like, hey, it's me, uh, it's your old buddy DP. Like, just those things that, like, hint at who it is. I think I'll just take my mask off and set my guns down while I'm down here in the south. Well, you know, I got, <laughs> I got on my motorcycle. He's a, Deadpool doesn't have a motorcycle, I don't think. And I came down south. Everybody tells me I'm always running my mouth. And if something run in my mouth, but I'll shoot you, like, I don't know. I'm going to work on it. I don't know why I'm woodshedding it here on the air. It's probably going to get stolen. But yeah, hey Nashville, try seltzer for for uh, for on um, for size. It's good. It's like Sprite. It's like bubble. It's like carbonated water. It's fun. Try it on for size. You you might like it. It's less sugary than Sprite. Love it. And you people don't have it. But the Dukes, the bar Dukes, they have it, they have it all over the place, literally flowing like water. It's because they come from up here. They brought seltzer down. You should go over to Dukes the, in Nashville and try. I'd like to get one of them seltzers I heard, uh, Tom Sharplin talking about on the radio. <laughs> Set your cowboy hat on the bar. What's this? Seltzer water I heard so much about. Let me try one of them on for size. I don't know why that... That's a voice I'm doing. But yeah, I'll do a Deadpool country record. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, uh Tavy uh, says, Seltzer's all I drink. Yeah, of course. It's the best. Mike likes seltzer. I know that. Love it, right, Mike? What's your favorite? Uh, it's, 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 you like the plain? Straight up, yeah, of course. At masses, do you, you do you seltzer there? Yeah. A lot of seltzer. Yeah. Keep those rummies hydrated. Right? Those rummies gotta cut it with something. No, can't do it. Yeah, can't can't always be straight vodka. Oh, my friends, I want to tell you about a few things, and I hope you'll take note. First thing I want to tell you about, 
Squarespace. That's right. Squarespace. Now, you know as much as I do when it comes to computer stuff. We're not good at it. We don't know what we're doing. We're sitting there trying to learn code. You got a book across your lap. You can't figure it out. Your computer is your worst enemy all of a sudden. And all you want to do is get your ideas out there and put your, put the thing that you're passionate about up on the, on the web so that people can check it out. That's all you want to do. Well, thank goodness. We got Squarespace. Thank goodness for Squarespace. Keeps it simple. You don't need to know code. You don't have to know how to do coding when it comes with Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog... Or an online store, it's all included with that Squarespace website. Easy. Free custom domain. They keep it simple. You sign up for a year, you get a custom domain for free. The templates are they're award winning, customizable. Do it all without a single plug-in. Everybody's using Squarespace. Now it's your turn. 24-7 customer support, did I mention that? And every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. So no matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming it sounds, you bring it to them, and they're there to assist you online. They're saying here, First of all, that you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and you enter offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. But the tagline they say is uh, Squarespace, set your website apart. I guess they did not go with uh, my tagline. Squarespace, build your website, bruh. So again, start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, we thank you for sponsoring tonight's episode of the best show. Thank you, Squarespace. How is it that these people don't know seltzer? It's good stuff, guys. Try it out. Try it. Seltzer. It's bubbly. Not loaded with sugar. Not going to give you a stomach ache. Come on. Open up. Open says me. <laughs> Ugh. I also have to tell you about one other thing. Pro Flowers. Did you know that Mother's Day is this weekend? This Sunday, Mother's Day. It's time to honor your mother. The, all the things she's helped you out with and she's been a, a, an expert in her whole life. You turn to her when you need her. She's there for you. So now it's time to give back 
to honor your mother back and show her how much you know by dropping an amazing floral arrangement courtesy of Pro Flowers right in front of her. Imagine your mother, the look on her face when she sees a hundred blooms with a free glass vase for, and she doesn't have to know it was only nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. Or the other thing she doesn't have to know is that you drop some gourmet chocolates into the mix. Up, that's an upgrade to a premium vase with those chocolates. That's only nine ninety nine more. How do you do this? It's simple. Sounds impossible. It's not. It's simple. You go to proflowers.com today and use my code BESTSHOW. They take the guesswork out of sending the flowers. Perfect Mother's Day gift. Price and convenience can't be beat. Proflowers takes care of all the, all the details, and the flowers are guaranteed to be fresh and beautiful for at least seven days of your money back. They sent flowers uh, to me to check out uh, more than a week ago, and they are still beautiful and look amazing. Can't I uh, can't uh, uh, speak high, more highly of uh, how awesome they still look after a week. So this is what you do. The only way to get this hundred blooms with a free glass vase starting at nineteen ninety nine. Visit proflowers.com. You click on the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in best show. That's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone and type in best show. Mother's Day is this weekend, so order today. Time is running out. This offer expires Friday at midnight. Proflowers.com. Click on the microphone. Get a hundred blooms with a free glass vase for starting at nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. As Mel Allen would say, how about that? Remember Mel Allen, Mike? The legend, huh? A baseball legend. The voice. Of the most boring sport. Mel Allen. You know what that... uh, I hear that. All I think of when I hear voices like that. It's raining on a Saturday. They're probably about to start showing... Some dumb old thing on Channel 11. To kill time. Until the baseball game starts back up again. Makes you want to sit back. And relax on a Casper mattress. That's right. If you didn't know, Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Their award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small how-did-they-do-that size box. In addition to the mattress, they also offer an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. I want to tell you, you know mattresses can get expensive. Well over 1500 bucks without even blinking. But Casper mattresses cost 500 for a twin-size mattress, 600 for a twin XL, 750 for a full, 850 for a queen, and 950 for a king. Amazing prices. And it's completely risk-free to buy a Casper mattress. They offer free to deliver, they offer free delivery, free returns with a hundred night home trial. If you don't love it, they come and they pick it up and refund you everything. They get it. They know you're going to spend a third of your life sleeping on this thing and they want you to get the right mattress. Obsessively engineered mattresses at a shockingly fair price, including springy latex and supportive memory foam. 
to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Time Magazine? You've heard of it. That's right. They named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Free shipping and returns, as I said. You try it out a hundred nights, risk-free, in your own home. You don't love it, they pick it up. Refund you everything. It's made in America. And please, please, go over to casper.com slash best show and use the offer code best show to get $50 toward any mattress purchase. That's casper.com slash best show and get $50 towards any mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Casper mattresses. Get a good night's sleep, brah. We're back. Oh, the best show, the best show. What do we got going on? Sharpling's Ark. Who goes on the Ark? I want to hear what these people say. First of all, let me wrap up a couple things. Last week we did the Love Connection show. I can't express how disappointed I am in the listeners of this program. There were great people who who really laid themselves out and talked about themselves in very flattering lights, I thought, all around the country. And the response was middling at best. I apologize to the people who called in and took a chance. You were let down. And I apologize. But if you heard somebody on the show and, and you, you was like, oh, I wish I got to call in during that call or email me or call up. Oh, we'll figure something out. I'm here. I'm trying to make the world a better place. That's all. Mike didn't hear half the show last week. Neither did Pat nor Dudio. Why? Because they were out on a burger run. With their, they were eating an, the angriest Whopper. How you feeling, uh, Mike? Did that make you ill? It did, right? How was that bun? What would you what would you compare it to? What's the what's the thing you would compare it to? Soggy styrofoam. How how so I don't even know if I've ever seen styrofoam get soggy. I thought that was the whole point of styrofoam. Is that it would be, that it's like impenetrable with, but I guess, so you just, that bun to you was like soggy styrofoam. The first bite you took, were you just like, oh no. If I said right now, Mike, I will give you $2, that's right. Two dollars to eat six angriest whoppers in one sitting. Would you do it? Would you take the money? Two dollars. 
you'd pass. Three dollars to eat six angriest whoppers in one sitting. You'd pass. To eat one more angriest whopper. Sixty thousand dollars. You wouldn't? For sixty grand. Ah. Oh. At least we find out you have a price. In cash. Now I'm gonna give you a cashier's check. You're gonna get it, you're gonna oh you're gonna take it to the bank and they're just gonna be like, This is not a check, sir. This is a coupon. What if you what if you brought it to the bank after eating an angriest whopper and then they gave you at the bank sixty thousand dollars in angriest whoppers? It turns out I had set it up that the bank was actually a part of a Burger King. Just think about the possibilities of that. That would be a fun story. Pat, angriest whopper ever, never again, right? After you left, how bad did you feel? Like, did you feel low? Did you feel dirty? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Pat's still sick from it. His stomach has been, I'm going to keep it polite. His stomach has, uh, the the, uh, the angriest whopper did a loop-de-loop on his system, and he has yet to recover from it. Best show. Hi, this is Pat from Astoria. Pat. Matt. Um, Matt from Astoria. That's correct. Matt, yeah. what's going on tonight in Astoria? Uh, nothing really. There's some kids, uh, playing basketball in the park next to my house that I can hear through the window. And what would you say, whenever I watch kids play basketball, this is what I would take away. They're not okay. good at it. In the park, when you watch kids play, or adults play for that matter, they're terrible. Most, most, mostly bricks. Almost yeah. all bricks. Yeah, it's like they're shooting 8% from the field. Eight, uh, I feel like... In Astoria, kids are slightly, I think they're like solid, like 33% shooters. No, mostly no. open layups, though. Cause I would, I, whenever I watch these kids, all these kids now think that they're Stephen Curry. For people who don't know, Steph Curry is the superstar of the NBA and he shoots, he makes his shots from 25 feet out. Now every kid thinks they're him and they're just jacking up playground shots from 25 feet away and they don't even hit the rim anymore. Yeah, they're just chuckers now. They used to throw. They used to. The kids thought that they they were uh, that they were uh, Shaq or uh, or uh, LeBron James, and they that's what they were uh, they were about playing in at the rim. Now they all think they're Steph Curry, and they they shoot these thirty foot shots, and they don't know what they're doing. It's terrible. Yeah, it's ugly to watch so, on my way to my apartment. So in Astoria, tell me. Yeah. What's up? Why are you calling? What, what can I bring? What, I have, what, what are you bringing to the show? I have some suggestions for the topic of uh, Sharpen's Ark. For the Ark. Okay, let's, uh, what do you got? Can I uh, ask a quick, like a question first before? I have like five or six. I'll wanna... allow it. I'll allow a question. Okay, so is this Ark 
just going to be launched into space to find, like, a, a planet of some sort, or is it just sort of to, like, hover there? No, let's for... just say we know that this is how we have to start the next iteration of humanity. Okay. It's not a risk. There's not a risk at it, at, at this endeavor. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Then I'm okay. So we're just talking basketball. I'm going to say, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would be a good first, mm. would be a great member of Sharpling's Ark. Interesting. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's an intelligent guy, best-selling sure. author. Yes, he is. Enormous man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knows the skyhook. He does, and yes. I, I think I'm going to go with Rashid Wallace. Keep with it Rashid. in the world of basketball. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. And I want to announce that tonight... For people who don't know, when you when they hear this guy, Pat or Matt, I God knows what your name is. I it's can't Matt remember. with an M. Matt. Sorry. It's not your fault. Rashid Wallace was a basketball player. He would get technical fouls all the time for screaming. And he's the leader in that, the all-time leader in technical fouls. He had a thing, and I'm going to announce my new thing based off his thing tonight. No. Where if you if if, if he fouled you, and he didn't agree with the foul, and then you got free throws, and then you'd go shoot the free throw, and then the ball wouldn't, you'd miss your free throw, he would scream, <laughs> ball don't lie! Ball don't lie. Meaning that the ball will not go in for you because the ball knows the truth, right? Is that a, is that a fair way to... Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He would do it a lot when he would get technical. Yes. Like on his way out of the building. And when the guy would have, when the other player would shoot the technical free throw, uh, because he was, uh, got a foul. When the, when the guy missed the shot, he would scream, ball don't lie, because the ball will not go in if, if the ball, the ball is more honest than anyone else. The ball has ideals. The ball knows it's true. It don't lie. So Matt or Pat, again. I totally blacked out on your it's thing. okay. So sorry. <laughs> Get this. Mike, don't lie. Not Mike, Mike AP don't Mike. Lie. Not AP Mike. M-I-C. Mike, don't lie. Oh. Right? I like that, Tom. Mike, don't lie. I talk into this thing. It's truth. It's truth time. <laughs> Mike, don't lie. Mike, don't lie. Oh, it's threatening. I feel like it's true, though. The louder you say it, the truer it is. So who else do you have for this uh, arc? Who else? Uh, I think Lisa Simpson would be a great candidate. Well, that's a cartoon, so I don't think that would cut it. Mm, okay, not Lisa Simpson, then. So yeah. can I do, so the, so no keep, characters, Let's then. keep cartoons off of, our, off of this attempt to save humanity. Okay, our attempt to save humanity is to only humans. Can I say... Oh, man. My girlfriend is asking me to say Hayes Davenport. I'm not putting Hayes Davenport from Hollywood Handbook. I'm not putting him on the arc. Okay. I, I was, Why does she want like, him on, on the arc? I don't know. Can you put She's her on? Laughing. Put her on. Okay, yeah, I'll put her on. Sure. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Raya. Raya. Why would you Hi. want to put... Hayes Davenport, co-host of Hollywood Handbook, on the, um, on my arc that's supposed to save civilization. 
Because he would make fun of you, and it would make me laugh. <laughs> that would save civilization. Well, Raya, for your information, you might not be on this arc. You'd be back on Earth getting Oh, I thought that I thought that we up. could call into your arc as well. No, you're back on no? Earth. You're back on Earth getting attacked by bug monsters or in a sea of lava. And we're the ones going off to save humanity. We're basically saying to you guys, sorry, no room on the ark. Okay. Best of luck with the lava. Uh, This is Matt again. Can I can I give one quick one? I wasn't done talking to Ray. I wasn't done talking to her. You. She handed it off to me. I think she got nervous. Had. Would you had to mansplain it to her? Right. Yeah. She got nervous. You should have seen her. Yeah. I thought Did you have to mansplain who Hayes Davenport was to her? No, she's a big uh, she's a big Hollywood Handbook fan. No, I don't know. You sound like a bully. Go ahead. I am a bit of a bully. Um, I would say, uh, what about Vince McMahon? What? WWE. Put Raya back on. Put Raya back on. Yes. Okay, she's back on. Um, who is this clown? How long have you been with this clown? Five years. Five it's, years. I know. You're 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 got one. Look, he, okay. I think right. I should. You know, you should bring me on your arc because I'm saving humanity for being with this clown for five years. All right. This is what I want to straight talk right now. Okay. Okay. You're half out the door, aren't you? You're half out the door. Straight talk, Mike. Don't lie. Remember. Okay. Got to tell the truth. Okay. Mike, don't lie. Got to tell the truth. Okay. You're half out the door with this clown. Um, it's delusion. But you love them, right? <laughs> you love the big, the, the lummox. I do. I love clowns. You love clowns? Yeah. And mimes. All right. Well, Ray, I'm going to say goodnight to you. I'm not letting him back on the show. He's a terrible Okay. Caller. Okay. Right, have, have a, great a good night. night. You too. Best show. Hello? Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Nick in Chicago. Nick in Chicago. What's up in Chicago tonight, Nick? Not much. I'm just hanging out, listening to the best show, laughing. Why, thank Uh, you. I love it. I love the best show so much. It's my first time calling. Welcome. Nervous. Relax. Okay. Sit back. Imagine you're just eating one of those pizzas, whatever you that nightmare you guys call pizza in Chicago. I, I I hate that pizza. Yeah, of course you do. It's a it's it's not for anybody. No one in Chicago eats that trash. It's like molten garbage. Yeah, they only sell it at like one place, right? Somehow one place sells the world's worst pizza, and they got known as making. Chicago pizza. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm oh, calling okay, for, for moving along. No, I like it. You got you got an agenda. Let's hear it. I got it. I, all right, I'm calling on an older on an older topic. I'm sorry, duo. Oh boy. What? 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 What do you got? What? What? You're calling with a duo from an old topic. Yeah. Older topic. Yeah, what? 
This, you know, you know, this does not reflect highly on his mic. This, 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 this is a, a this is a a, 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 a red check on Mike's, uh, on Mike's quiz. I know. He should I have told said. Him. You, t- you even told him that it was an old topic. Well, you reminded him it was an old topic. <laughs> I did. I said it's an old topic. Do you know what cannolis are? I do. Mike brings in this bag today. I'm telling you, he he. It had like a banana, like like. It was clearly he fished this thing out of a garbage can, and he's like, "I brought cannolis for everyone." And cannolis are not supposed to be like they're not supposed to be green, right? Like it, and it's not like it's not like uh, uh it's not like pistachio. Uh, I was going to say turned. pistachio. It just turned. Ooh. And there's yeah, like no. there's like bite marks in the bag. <laughs> Clearly, like some sort of raccoon or something was trying to get in there, and there, and even the raccoon got sick. <laughs> These things were so turned. So he let you through to talk about an old topic, and you yeah. even reminded him, "Hey, maybe this isn't the best thing for the show. It's an old topic." <laughs> And then what did he say? Eh, fine. Who cares anymore? <laughs> what did he say? Tell pretty, me what he said, pretty, seriously. That's pretty close. He said, all right, hold on one second. So what do you got for the duos? I want to hear this now. Duo. All right. Lee Hazelwood, Nancy Sinatra. That's a pretty good one. I couldn't believe no one said it. Yeah, well, you know, you should have called three weeks ago when we did that show. Get off my phone. Best show. Hello, Tom. Oh, good heavens. I think I know who this is. As I live and breathe. As I live and breathe. For people who who are new to this show, and I know there's plenty of them who uh, are finding their way here uh, because uh, of the Star Wars candy bar discussion. They're, they're assuming this is some sort of candy-based show. Um we talk about more than candy on the show. We talk about more than we, sure, we'll talk about goo goo clusters when, when it's appropriate. And, uh, this guy is a regular caller to the show. He is, uh, from the South, born and bred, proud, a proud, uh, Alabama, son of Alabama, as he calls yes. himself. His name is Jason. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Tom? I'm doing well. Now you, you know your way around a goo-goo cluster, I'm going to uh, guess. I do. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I've eaten fewer of them, fewer of them than you might expect. Now, why is that? Why? Are there no left? Just, I don't, the marshmallow, I have to be in the mood for marshmallow. You have to be in the mood for marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow is, is sort of a thing that, it's a, it's a sometimes food for me. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, it's not a food. Well, it, it, it's a, it's an amalgamation of chemicals. Yes, it's yeah. like it's a sometimes food. Ironically, it's, it's never a food. Yeah, there's there's no vitamins <laughs> or minerals or nutrition in it. Yes. It's basically it's foam rubber. Yeah, that passes through the system harmlessly. Yeah, and if you paint yeah. it red, you can put uh, a whopper in between it. Yeah, <laughs> apparently you can. Yes. Yeah. This angriest yeah. whopper that has that made its way down to you yet? You know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't frequent 
uh, Burger King, so I, I don't know. You're more of a, a, a where where do you go when you're looking for? I will you? tell you this. To be honest, my most my most here 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 my I don't eat a lot of fast food, mm-hmm. but my most uh, common fast foods are these. It's Sonic, right? Well, I haven't been to Sonic in, in quite a while because you shamed me. I shamed you. You, sh- you shamed me on my my love of the blast. The, the, Which you should have. You should have because it's a terrible. It's like a shotgun blast to your pancreas. It's a terrible. Yeah, it's like thing to do to yourself. It's it's like they are trying to get rid of candy bars that are going bad, <laughs> and they're not <laughs> and sure. It, it expired. It expired milk. Yeah, they're not sure what, what to do. So they, we're going to turn this. We're going to turn this milk into ice cream. We're going to dump these Reese cups. <laughs> Yeah, they jam as much, and the thing is, it's like a it's like a black hole. It's so dense. Right. There are there's like ten dollars worth of Reese's cups <laughs> getting in the thing because it's pulling them from other shakes. <laughs> in it's just the force of it's the gravitational pull. Right, they're very dense. So you where so do no, you, but, where do you? Well, here's my things. Here are my things. Okay, I'm tell you this. Okay, my my lovely wife Brandy and I. Yes. We will on occasion go to Bojangles. You, you're familiar with Bojangles? Uh, I've seen the Bojangles when I'm driving yeah. through, sure. Yeah, so they have these chicken fillet biscuits. Mm-hmm. And they're, 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 ter- you can like feel your arteries hardening mm-hmm. as you eat them, but they're, they, they taste fantastic. And they're ready, like, they're so fast that Bojangles, like, practically they throw them in your window when you drive by. That's how fast they are. Uh, so we'll eat Bojangles sometimes, and then I work within walking distance of an Arby's. Okay. So, like, maybe once every two months I will go to an Arby's. Mm-hmm. And, and that, do they – shouldn't an Arby's just at this point have, like, an emergency room component to it? <laughs> they people? make you – I think there's a, there's a sticker on the door that you're kind of like – it's an implicit waiver. Yeah, yeah. Like if, through the door. instead of instead of giving permission to be filmed, it's pretty <laughs> much permission to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you this: that that Arby's it has the bell. Are you familiar with the concept of the bell? Like when you leave the restaurant, if your service has been good, you ring this bell. No, that's we don't have that up here. Okay, well there there that the chain that runs Arby's. I've seen this at some other of their restaurants. They have a bell. And if it's if your food's good, you just ring it. But the thing is, I just like to ring bells. Like I love to ring bells. You like to I feel ring like bells? I'm, yeah, I love to ring a bell. My goodness, who wouldn't want to ring a bell? Okay, so it's you like be- so even when you get bad service, yeah, you'll even ring if it's the bell. bad, I'm going to ring that. I'm throwing the whole system off. Yeah, it's a bell-based reward system, and you're you're just. Skewing it because you just like the sound of a yeah, bell. I don't think they. I don't think they've factored people like me into the system. No, you're you're a no. weird rogue. Bell I'm the ringer. X factor. Yeah, I'm the X factor. Yeah, you're like that Believe dude it or not, on on A team. That one dude on A team who was like the one who made the jokes and they didn't know what um, he was going to do. Um, Mad Murdoch. I don't know. That was a stupid yeah. show. Can you believe they remade yeah. that? What is that like when they remake the when they send like Liam Neeson a script for the A team and they're like, Hey, we're doing this A team remake. Do they just send like 
the amount that they'll pay him I, on the I think cover they of the him, thing? They sent him a picture of a villa in uh, Florence, Italy. Yeah, they, where they just... What if they send... The, yeah, they send a picture of that first, and then he goes, I'm listening. And then they, <laughs> then they send them the script for the thing. Yeah. Because who... Who was that for in a team movie? Could you imagine two for the a team, please? They should. If you, I don't know. You went to buy tickets for that. They should have sent, sent you right to some sort of some sort of like charity camp, or you got to like some volunteer <laughs> thing. Be like, they make you like work for two weeks helping poor people, and then they bring you back, and they're like, anything you want to say now? Two for eighteen, please, and then they send you back for another two weeks until you just don't say two for eighteen, please. The the theater door just you can open it up. You're in the back of a tractor trailer, <laughs> or it's one of those airlift planes, like one of those like. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jason from Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, sir. To what do I have the pleasure of this call? Well, I have a couple for your arc. Oh, let's see. Who should go on the arc? Well, and and one of them, well, and I have another thing, but I'm not sure if I want to talk about it. I, I've, I've heard you all should, always should do stuff you're afraid to do. Yeah, that's true. And I'm a little scared to talk about it, but I, so I may check it out on it. But the, for the two people for the arc. Well, this is, a safe, one, this is a safe environment. I'm not going to tease yeah, no. you. You know that. But, but here's the thing. Thing two for the arc. I think in this new world, we need some kind of release valve. You know, we, we don't want like a for real sort of evil. You know, we're going to try to like weed out for real, like, you know, evil. Yeah. So we need, so for my money, somebody like a Gregulator, oh, who's like a trickster. I don't want him who's on like the a, arc. No, well, you've got to, the thing is, is he, you, you can, he's not going to like murder anybody. No, I know that. Gonna, yeah. The, just a, I'd be like, and look, no, I love the guy. I love these. I yeah. love the guy. You're gonna let him perish in the flames. But, no, <laughs> no. But this is the thing that'll happen. I'll end up saying, yeah, I think I'm gonna go back and see what's going on back on Earth. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go check it out again. See if everything's okay on Earth. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Cause just picture the picture. This arc's leaving. Yeah. Settle. It's everybody goes through the ozone and the, and then it finally settles down. Now we got like space travel ahead of us. Yeah. 15 minutes into that, when he starts talking about, it's like when he starts talking about some thing he did at a comedy show, I'll just be like, wait, why we let this guy on the ark again? There's other people back on earth. We couldn't get, uh, uh, Michio Kaku's not on the ark. We couldn't have room for him, but we got the Stephen Greg- Hawking. Stephen Don't worry. Hawking's yeah, there's no room for Stephen Hawking. Don't worry, we got the Gregulator on the Ark, though. He's throwing uh, talcum powder in yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. he's trolling. He's like talking about how he's winding someone else up on the Ark and getting them mad. <laughs> okay, I may be rethinking that, Joy. Yeah. All right. He, he's going to do okay in the scorched earth, though. Oh no, he he'll thrive yeah, he'll there. Have a cult. He'll thrive he'll have a cult as well. or something. Yeah. One of the leftovers. He's going to be like yeah. a. He'll be like a god king. Yes. Yeah, in a Wawa, he'll be like ruling an old Wawa. Yes, 
So who else yeah. do you have, Jason? Okay, my son. Uh, this is a little selfish because it's my genetic material. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, nope. Alex, my youngest, my youngest son, who you've never spoken Ass. to. I'm kidding. No, no. Listen, <laughs> he's like he he Sorry, really bro. me. Sorry, no, bro. Listen, I gotta get some. I gotta get some of my genes on this ark. Um, I'm useless. My time Fine. is over. I'll put your kid on the ark. Okay, because he can like start fires, and he's like super brave, and he has like a thousand knives. And what's this? Kid's he's like name? really useful. Alex. 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 Yeah, Alex. Alex. And he, Jason's in parentheses. Jason's yeah, son. Jason's son. He, right. But he's like like if seriously, if civilization falls. Mm-hmm. He's got to come take care of Papa because he's like really good at all that stuff. He he's got, got all, all the, the he got all the all the sort of manly genes that I didn't get that kind of just like washed over me. Passed right over you. Yeah, because yeah. he like, he is super brave and he can like start a fire from nothing. Uh-huh. He can just yeah he he you you, you need right. him. All right. And he's he's an honorable. He's honorable. Look, we both that look. I, I'll trust you on that. He's on the arc. Yeah. Thank you. So, so I'll sleep better. So I'll far, the better. arc. So far, the arc is me, Rashid Wallace, and your son. Oh boy! <laughs> it's just humanity like I always, is cooked. It's like I always oh, dreamed. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. This is our greatest shot to save mankind. <laughs> Who's on it? Guy does some radio shows. Always moaning about how he's not popular. Uh, this one basketball player who got the most technicals. In league history, and uh, some dude who called that other dude's radio show his kid. It's pretty thin suit. Who has a lot of knives. Yeah. Don't worry. Like a, Don't worry. There was no room. Yeah, there was no, space. Yeah. There was no room. There was no room for another scientist because the kid's knife collection <laughs> took up a lot of room. Tom? Yes. It's so good to talk to you again. Oh, it's the best to talk to you. What was the thing hey, you were scared to mention? Well, let me just please, say, please. well, I don't want to. I'm just going to talk about seltzer. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about something serious in this in this dark times that we live in. Yeah. Okay. If you ever find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. God forbid <laughs> for you. But if you ever find yourself in Huntsville, well, I would love to have you come down to Huntsville, oh, Alabama. I would love but you it. may not want to come down to Huntsville. I would come Alabama. down. Absolutely. We have rockets. We have rockets and all kinds of stuff here. But anyway. Um, go to the Jason's Deli on Airport Road, and there is seltzer flows like honey there. All right. I mean, I am part of the seltzer resistance here. I mean, I'm I'm actually the member of a secret society on Facebook that's all about seltzer that's run by John Solomon. I love it. I'm not supposed to be able to say that. Well, it's good for people to know it's out there. They can seek it out now. Right. So John Solomon is is sort of the seltzer godfather. All right. But no, seriously, we there is seltzer. Basically, we had to get to, to go to the grocery store. The fizz father. The fizz father. We call him the fizz. The fizz father. <laughs> yeah. But ma- maybe someday I'll get brave and I'll talk about the thing I was scared to talk about. I don't want to take up too much of your That's time. All right. You call you look. Why don't you say it? Just say it. Well, it's, it's sort of dumb. It's not okay. Well, okay. I'll here it is. I'm just gonna lay it out. I'm just gonna lay it yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna lay it out. Okay. All right. So my wife and I didn't even see this. All right, so let me just preamble by this. Okay. You have mentioned sometimes that some of the things that you that you some of the media that you consume, mm-hmm. like you know that it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like there's plenty of stuff that you have listened to or that you like or you spend a lot of time thinking about that is morally reprehensible. 
and that in no way represents your values, right? Is that I mean, sure. we, that's a fair statement? Like, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've listened to things I don't agree with. How many hours in your day in your life have you spent thinking about Gigi Allen? A fair amount, and I would yeah, a fair yeah, amount, yeah, yeah. Right, and you and, and he's no one to emulate. Mm-hmm. No, are you no, scared no. From, Are you getting scared yeah. from any continuous? Yeah, no. I'm, I, okay. Look, admittedly, now I'm a little. Yeah. What this is about? What this is about is how a thing can take ref, can take uh, residence in your brain. Okay. When you don't want it there. All right. Or you don't agree with it at all, and you know, it just becomes part of your thought. It just kind of takes temporary residence in your brain. So my wife, my my lovely wife, was driving around here in Huntsville, Alabama, and she saw a. a a low rider, um, like a like a, I don't know, some kind of SUV, a low rider SUV. Okay. And <laughs> well. someone had had written, you know how there's the dirt on the back of the SUV, you dirt on the back of a car sometimes. I've heard that people, happens. Sure. Yeah, and people will. We have a lot of dirt down here, okay. and people will scratch like wash me, uh-huh. or something like that. Well, someone. And scratched a phrase into this low rider thing, which is an irreprehensible phrase. I don't know if you want me to say it or not, but it's an irreprehensible phrase. Okay. And it so basically the low rider and it said it was and, and the phrase they had scratched in the back of it was too low, the number two low for fat hose. They had scratched this in the back of this guy's truck and he had left it. Uh-huh. He had left it. And I found out this is actually a popular sticker for lowriders, which is a terrible thing. I am a, am a large man myself. So now you're fat, or you, are you fascinated by this? Well, the thing is, is it got in our, we thought it's, it's like so, to me, it's so out of the realm of possibility <laughs> that you would ever have this on your vehicle. Yeah. That I have found out this actually is a thing that people willingly put on their vehicles. That it's, and it's so terrible. Because, like I said, I'm a big guy. Like I'm, a, I'm a, like a heavy guy, and I have nothing but respect for for women. You know, what I mean, I would never, I would never use that word to describe a woman. But you're what? You're well. selling these stickers now? No. Is yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I wanted to see if you want <laughs> if you want me to put an ad on the best stickers. Get your sticker, bra. Yeah. Could you do that for me? So the thing is, this has got like she told me about this. I didn't even see this thing. Uh huh. But she tells me about this thing. And then it's kind of like gotten in my head. So like it's like a thing between the two of us. Like if something is low or whatever, you feel it's too low. Yeah. And it's terrible. And I don't like it. Like I don't like I don't agree with that sentiment at all. I think it's horrible. But it's almost like I'm not the kind of guy that looks at a car wreck. You know, people that like rubberneck. Yeah. I think that's horrible. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. But I'm doing this. You can't. So like I think you're just. I think you're fascinated by the parameters of things and that this would be within someone's – if someone was given a choice between putting this on their car or not, not, that somebody would say, yeah, I'll put yeah. it on the car. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. is like because we put some on – I don't have – for the record, there are many things that I feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. I have zero stickers on my vehicle. Yeah. Well, you're the only I one have, that can't see. I have no tattoos. I have no T-shirts with words on them. You just, but now you're fascinated by too low for, low for fat hose, which is terrible. Yeah, it is terrible in every possible way. It is terrible because that, like that part, the person that would have that sticker is really in a position 
to judge the merit of another well, look, person. Jason, and it's all on the yeah. Let's just yeah. cut to the chase. Give the yeah. URL for your Etsy okay, it's, store. Okay, it's, it's two lows for fathom.org. <laughs> oh, dot org. Well, good. As yeah. long as you got a dot, dot org. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for charity. All right. We're buying. We're buying vape pens for people who can't afford them. Vape, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. As long as yeah. you're, as long as you're, you're thinking locally, uh, that's what matters. So here's um, the question that I have for you now: Was was this a dumb thing to mention? No, it's fine. I'm okay. interested in what people well, are it's thinking. It's weird. That's weird. Like, why would you? Why head? would you go? Why would you go that direction with your life? I don't look. Welcome to humanity, my friend. <laughs> It's where we are. Yeah. All right, buddy. Look, I love when you call, and uh, I hope I get to talk to you soon. You're the best. Okay. Bye-bye, Tom. Talk soon. All right, bye. Bye. He's a good guy. I know Mike's not nuts about him, but I like him. So I go to eat today. And remember last week I talked about the story when I was at the diner, and they were talking about mom with the putting a diaper on mom. I'm eating today. This this woman, this older woman sitting with uh, this kid who looked like, like a Disney Channel reject kind of kid. There's me in my pre, pre-show meal getting ready. And this kid says right to her face. He looked like the kid from, from uh, Austin and Alley. That kid. Um, says right to this, right to this, uh, this lady's face, who I think was his aunt or whatever, based on the way they're talking. It says, uh, well, hopefully I'll be rich before you die. I swear he said, like, how can you? And then she starts talking about like how she's still got a lot of living to do. And then I, I swear, I wrote it down as he was saying. She said, like, how old are you? How old do you think I am? And then he didn't say. And then she said, well, I'm 60. I'm 60. And then he said back, he's like, you're 60? I thought I was, was going to say 65. It's like, this is, how could somebody... That's the worst thing you could say. Like, yeah, I thought you were older than you are. Why would you say that out loud? And look, I know it's an exciting week for all these nerds now. You're all, nobody wants to hear the slice of real life. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear a slice. These are real life things I'm overhearing. When I went to the movies a couple weeks ago, did I hear someone in the men's room on his cell phone? Talking about how Chad and Jeremy were going to be playing a concert. Like, guess who's doing this? Chad and Jeremy. It was more than a few weeks ago. Yeah, I heard that. These slices of real life. They're popping up. At this same restaurant about a month ago, did I hear somebody read the entire Falcon Crest Wikipedia to someone else? Yes, I did. For the show Falcon Crest. Why am I eating at this place? I think that's the problem. 
But look, everybody's got the show, the Game of Thrones, which I guess a big thing happened on Game of Thrones uh, this past Sunday. I heard, uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want me to hear about the thing, then shut your radio off. Uh, apparently, uh, I think they got thrown into a gingerbread cottage or something. Turned into, uh, like the, the, like a, uh, wizard showed up and then made, gave them three wishes and then they got, uh, turned into the gingerbread people. And then the, the wolf showed up and ate the gingerbread people. And then the, the wizard, uh, was laughing all about it. From what I heard. Like, I don't watch the show. I'm going to turn you into a gingerbread man. I'm trying to capture the throne. Oh, I'm a gingerbread man now. How could you do this? What part of Game of Thrones did you not understand? Dance for me, gingerbread man. Best show. Hello? Hello. Is this Tom? Sure. Oh, sorry. Hey, Tom, this is Chip in Minneapolis. Chip in Minneapolis. What's up, Chip? Well, um, I, uh, I was perusing the, uh, archives. Uh, recently, and um, it just brought to mind a rather unsavory Southside Johnny uh, anecdote. Uh, maybe this we can frame it as like people to leave off Tom's arc. And and I also had a, like a pretty major. Uh, Do you uh, want to leave rock. Southside? You don't think Southside Johnny has any role in restarting humanity? Well, I mean, if I share this anecdote, uh, <laughs> we can decide after that. Well, let me say, first of all, I don't know if this is true. If you're going to come on here, you're going to be smirched Southside Johnny. I just want people well, to know. I don't know if this guy's got an axe to grind. He didn't get his album signed. I don't know. Go ahead with your story. Okay. So um, I worked at Tower Records in Washington, D.C., the downtown location. So it been probably 1986. Um and the LP buyer at that time is this guy, Neil, very cool guy, very deep knowledge of music. Um, you know, he turned me on to like, you know, Nurse with Wound and SBK, you know, like, oh, you got to listen to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, very eclectic uh, taste. But, um, and he was very good at his job. So uh, Southside Johnny used to play down there. I'm sure he still plays DC a fair amount. So he was playing down there one night, and he came into the store, and walked up to his, uh, to the Southside Johnny Asbury Jukes uh, LP section to find it empty. Yeah. And he pitched a fit, uh, marched up to the, the big boss's office and insisted that Neil be fired because his section was empty. Mm-hmm. Well, why um, was it empty? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think even then, that stuff would have been like midline catalog stuff. Sure, so, so it's not like very expensive, so you might as well stock it. Uh, well, you know, uh, I think it's one of those things where 
you do like a monthly order of catalog stuff, mm-hmm. and if it's once it's gone, it's and somebody it's bought them. Somebody bought right, the somebody, stuff. They wiped you out of Southside Johnny stuff. Look, right, I'm, I'm a Southside. I'm a Southside on this one. Really? He should have been fired, and you should have been fired also. Should take you <laughs> with him. Take you with him. Oh, oh. I I would disagree. Well, but uh, I guess uh, Southside Johnny uh, won this battle, right? <laughs> Tower Records is gone. Southside yeah. Johnny rocks on. Okay. Well, I, I had a, a rock star turf out story as well. If I might, this wasn't that wasn't one. Well, no, this Southside like, Johnny you, came in and screamed even, at your boss at a. Go ahead. What do you have? What do you have? Okay, so. After my tenure at Tower, I had the opportunity to study in England for a little bit, and I was a huge Fall fan. I'm sure just by mentioning that the band's name, I have telegraphed where this story is going. But at the time, the Fall were doing this play in London called Hey Luciani, mm-hmm. which Marky Smith wrote, and you know the band would play sort of songs, uh, you know, in, in between acts of the play, or as part of the play, and it's obviously super weird. Is that the one where Bricks was on like a hamburger? Yes, yes. Right? Like a giant hamburger. Uh, Right. And, you know, it had like Martin Borman and uh, Pope John Paul I, who I guess died under mysterious circumstances. I mean, it was super weird, but like it was a particularly good version of that band. I mean, they were just like super tight. And this wasn't the gargly, flummy Marky Smith of today. This was... Like he was lean and yeah. razor razor sharp. I'm with you. So what yeah. happens? So after after the play, uh, my buddy and I and my buddy had his camera. Now I keep in mind this was the, the days before YouTube, and you know I I had a good inkling of what this guy's personality would be like because I was such a big fan. Mm-hmm. But there was a bar there's a bar area in the lobby of the theater. And so my buddy and I were just standing there having a beer, and we see him walking through. And I just thought, like, I'm going to roll the dice here. I'm going to see if he'll take a picture with us. <laughs> so I sort of, you know, waved him down. And, you know, he was just walking around by himself. I was like, excuse me, Mr. Smith. And I think maybe i calling him Mr. Smith uh, initially uh, probably, you know, peaked his ire. Sure. Um so I asked him, would you mind taking a picture with us? Mm-hmm. And like his eyes narrowed and like his whole essence became this like uh, dagger of hate pointed right at my 18 year old fall fan heart. And he just <laughs> sneered like, I, like, you can take a picture of me, but I'm not going to pose. And he just had this look like, you little American idiot. Like, How dare you? waste my time and he just turned on his heel and stomped away and it's just that's, a rough, that's a rough one yeah i got punched in the stomach you went for um, it though you went for I, it i did i did go wow. for it. look you had but, to go uh, for it though yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, you I, didn't get it right no you no. wanted it but you didn't get it uh this is true however one um one of my cultural heroes it did consent to take a picture with me. After Thank you. Show. Oh, someone else. Oh, who is it? No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say uh, first initial T, last initial, last name initial S. Wow, that's me, so, bro. 
Wow, well, yeah. it's an honor. Uh, it's an honor. Yeah, I, after the Chicago show. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I'm glad. I appreciate did. it. Well, look, buddy, you have a great night. Okay. I'm a gingerbread man now. What is that? That's the post show thing? And who's that hosted by? Couple nerds. Oh, there's a shocker. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Dan in Milwaukee. Dan in Milwaukee. What's up, Dan? Nothing much. Just hanging out listening to the show. I'm stepping out onto my porch. It's beautiful here. We had the rain you guys had a couple days ago. Okay. I love it. I got I got some for the topic. What do you got? You know what I think of got when I hear the name Dan? What do you think of? What do you think I think of? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I, no famous Dan's come to mind. It's, uh, this. Hold on. That's done. <laughs> Can you hear this? I cannot hear this. Dan! 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 Well, I don't look. I don't care enough about this guy here in the studio. <laughs> so I got I got something for the Alan topic. Partridge screaming Dan over and over again. Oh, so great! Go ahead. What do you got for the topic? Um, I got. A man and a woman. Uh, first, I got John Ham. Okay. And why would John Ham go on the arc? Um, physical excellence. I think he's a very good-looking man, and he's uh, mm -hmm. very funny. Um, that's about the only two qualities. I know we're trying to rebuild the population. It might as well be uh, good-looking, you know? Sure. So go go ahead. Who else? Um, Chelsea Peretti. Okay. I would why, say why, Bernie why would Sanders. Uh, Chelsea because uh, she's hilarious, and uh, I think I don't know. The more funny people we have, I, I think we can take it's your her, arc, uh, bro. It's your arc, not my arc. Your arc. Best show. Look, that sounds like a fun arc. Ain't my arc. Hey, Tom. How are you this week? Yes, it's Aaron. Not some idiot trying to be funny. And let's drop this go-ahead crap. I can tell when you're done talking. But if you want to say go-ahead, be my guest. You're the one who told me to say go-ahead. I was following your lead, bro. Minneapolis is gorgeous this week. Mostly sunny highs in the 70s. We have nothing to complain about. Okay. What are you, uh, trying to be a weatherman? Are you a weatherman now? What are you, the Willard Scott of uh, Minneapolis? Go ahead. Hookers love me. Hookers love you? Deal. I have been soft on you for the past few weeks here, and I need to totem you up, my friend. I need to enrage you to the point of blind rage. I am sure you... Best show. 
I've been reading, I've been watching John Adams lately. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hello. Who's talking about John Adams? Guy wants to work me up to a blind rage. Thinks that's funny. Wants to get me mad. Why would you want that? Why, why would you want that? Why would you want me to be mad? I'm here having a fun time doing the show. He, he can't, he can't cotton to that. Now he wants to ruin it. Can hear Tom's having a good time. Best show. Hey Tom. So, uh, definitely need to bring a, uh, a Picasso on, right? Alright, uh, we got, we got, uh, Lobits, we got Nobits, we got Cubis. And, uh, if we're gonna cut out all these Cubits, uh, we're definitely gonna need a Cubist. Best show. Hey, uh, Tom, it's number two. Number two from last week? Yes. Number two. Let me go back into my notes. You had the tickets for the Tim Heidecker concert. That's right. That's correct. In Portland. Yes. Yes, in Portland, Oregon. And um, I haven't got a chance to listen to the show until now, so I'm not sure what I've missed. Um, Unfortunately, nobody has has, uh, reached out for you. (laughs) I wish that was the case. Well, that's disappointing, but, you know, I appreciate even the effort that you did put in. So, Well, I appreciate you reaching out and, and participating. For sure. I was a little nervous, actually, to, to do that. Wow. So I was wondering, um, you're talking about the Ark, right? Yeah. Some uh, important creatures or people on there to repopulate the Earth. Mm-hmm. I was wondering maybe an Ewok could go on there, a couple of Ewoks. Yeah, they're not real. Um, best show. Hi, Tom. How's it going? It's going well. Why would somebody say an Ewok should go on the Ark? Doesn't listen to the show a lot, I don't think. Thank you, bro. Well, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, well, it's Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex calling. Hello. Oh, now for people who don't know, this is a guy in Toronto, Ontario. Um, his, uh, he's, his, he was branded Toronto's Sex Dwarf Alex because of the song Sex Dwarf by <laughs> Soft Cell. It was a song that he, Arranged for a, a. How did it work again? You arranged for the, for the 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 restaurant to play it while you were breaking up with somebody or something. It, it was just a happy accident. Uh, I happened to be breaking up with someone, and then uh, things were getting awkward, and I noticed that the song "Sex Dwarf" was playing. <laughs> So, what I think about it, it's actually kind of an aggressive song to play at like 7 p.m. in a restaurant. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would uh, think they might not play that at uh, 7 p.m. at an adult bookstore. They might not play Sex Dwarf just yet. <laughs> so, what do you got for me? Uh, so, Toronto. Well, Sex there's Dwarf, Alex. there's something about my name that I thought I should actually call in and talk about. Um, so it was recently my birthday, and uh, a couple of friends of mine decided to get me a gift uh, in the form of an AP Mike headshot. 
I'm glad you mentioned this. These AP <laughs> Mike headshots. So they ordered one for you. So if if you want to talk about the headshot first, the story is a little more complicated than just getting a headshot. Because AP Mike, the associate producer of the show, he's selling these headshots of himself. Um, that it's he'll sign them and he'll send them to you. And you can get them over at apmike.bandcamp.com. And there, are, I will say this: Mike told me that the the that he didn't think anybody would order any anymore. He thought it was done. I don't think the market's uh, been completely uh, 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 not saturated. Bilked, not bilked. I don't want to say bilked. Saturated. Um, saturated. Thank you, Toronto sex dwarf Alex. <laughs> um, yeah. So. If you go there, you can get one of his headshots. I, I, I think it's worth doing. I, I think it's a, it's a, they're not expensive, and, and and he signs them, he sends them out, then he gets the money. So you got one for your birthday. So so I received one from my friend Alyssa, who's a big fan of the show, and she uh. gave it to me uh, in a frame and everything, and I, I opened it up and uh, was. Blown away, obviously, when it said uh, to Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex, love AP Mike, and immediately decided to tell my friends about this, uh, other people who know about the show, because I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And one of the first people I told was my friend Paul, who actually introduced me to the show. And uh, he wrote back instantly and said, Oh, that's funny. I got you the exact same present. And then sent me a photo of a headshot of AP Mike that said two Toronto six door Alex. Mike, did you think it was odd when you signed two <laughs> things to Toronto sex dwarf Alex? You Mike didn't realize did. it. Yeah, Mike claims that he didn't know that he did it twice. Look, hey, he must be selling more of these things than he's letting on. <laughs> Maybe I'm playing the whole thing wrong. I'm selling my books to keep this show on the air. And this guy's selling these headshots. He's, he's signing so many of them. He can't remember writing to Toronto's sex dwarf Alex twice. <laughs> he wanted think, one uh, for another room. Yeah, it's like it's like a sound system. Uh, Mike was suggesting when I told him about it, he said, now I have one for home and one for the office. Let me ask you something. Uh, you as a Toronto resident, Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex. Yes, Tom. I gotta say this. I was, I was watching, uh, the ba- ba- NBA basketball, the only kind of basketball that's worth watching. Uh-huh. So I'm watching this. And it's the, it's the playoffs now. So it's, you gotta win or go home, as they say. Right. So there's this one playoff series where, the Toronto Raptors are matched up against the Indiana Pacers. Right. And when they're playing in Toronto, there's a certain dude courtside uh-huh. screaming at the players for the Pacers trying to, like, rattle them. Right. I think I know who you're talking about. It's Drake. Yeah, Drake. He's right up in there. Yeah. How do you feel about it? How do the people, the people of Toronto should be ashamed of this. This is like, it's like, it's like, it's like amateur hour. This guy's screaming. And I say this as a New York 
fan who watched Spike Lee go down the tank doing this too. It's not, right. it's, it's, you gotta act like you, you've been there before. Right. I feel like this is one of those things where it's, it's part of the syndrome of Toronto wanting to be so much like New York in the basketball, even where like we need to have some celebrities courtside literally harassing players while they try to play. Cause, cause he was like screaming at, at them and like, it was like, there's that clip of him like getting up and like clapping right next to somebody's head so yeah, that they literally yeah, missed. Yeah. I think it was Rodney Stuckey. Uh-huh. I don't really follow basketball, so I don't uh, know names. I'm sorry. Well, listen, you just sit back and you you take some notes. Toronto's sex dwarf, Alex. Because up there, like, Drake is like a, a hero to all. He's like a god to all of you guys, right? He's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm, I'm watching this guy. And then he posts, like, a picture on Instagram of, like, Paul George, who's the star of the... <laughs> the Pacers after they lose of him like crying in a thing. And then he takes it down. Uh-huh. It's like, you felt like you went too far. What, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> I, and I listened, look, Drake, he's very popular. Mm-hmm. Just put out a new album. The, the, the mopiest album I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right. I, I haven't listened to it yet. I can't yeah, say. It's mopey. It's it's eighty minutes long, and one uh-huh. song's mopier than the next. It's like the dude. He's like the hip hop equivalent of one of these commercials uh, that were for uh, depression medication, where like they show people the walking around with like a cloud over their head. Right. Why is this guy so depressed? He like won everything. He's got everything. Yeah. And then he's like... He's literally sitting on top of the CN Tower, the tallest building in the city. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like sad. He's sad all the time. He's sad. Right. He's sad. But he's like angry and sad. He's like... Like angry. He's like like paranoid. It's like Nixon. He's got it all, but he's like... (laughs) He's like freaking out all the time. He's like paranoid about everything. Right? lonely at the top. Of the CN Tower. It's lonely at the top of the CN Tower. (laughs) He's very good at he's very good at, at at memeing himself. Like there was that Hotline Bling video, and now there's this CN Tower thing where instantly everybody wanted to put Drake on everything. He's very good at that. Mm-hmm. He's good at that, or the people that handle his PR are good at that. Anyway, I don't know why this guy. Look, I like I like I like uh, Drake just fine in the scheme of things. He's not my favorite, but he's he's like the songs. He's so mopey on him now. He sounds like he's. You should go talk to somebody. He does <laughs> well, not seem I feel happy. Like, you know, he probably does the music as a way to talk about it, I guess. What's he so ma- The other thing. He's like, a- answer me this, Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex. I'll try. Like, he was like a kid. He was like a, he was like a kid actor, right? Yeah. So it's like, he's, he's like all twisted about what? Like, he's acting like, like that song started from the bottom, you know, like, right? Right. What did he start at the bottom of? The call sheet? Yeah. <laughs> On set? Right? I, I mean, what's, you he, know, what's he, what's he mad about? That he, that his tutor, his onset tutor won't, uh, get, walk him over to the craft service table and get some Tim Hortons? Is that what he's so mad? What's he mad about? Not that I don't think that's a little bit disconnected from reality, but I do feel like, you know, 
if you are that kind of person and then you want to become a rapper, it can't be an easy, you know, journey. I'm sure he really had to prove himself in the early going. Yeah. When you're like, hey, it's the guy from Degrassi. He wants to be a rapper now. I'm sure he dealt with his fair share of, uh, you know. Yeah, but you know what? If that's what you're saying, you should deal with it. It's a lot to overcome. Right. You should rap about how he's like, it was really hard because people were judging me because yeah. I used to be yeah. a star on this, on this kid's show. Yeah. Started in the upper, rapper. started in the upper middle class. Now we're here. Started in the upper middle class. Yeah. Now I'm in the 1%. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. He, he's like, he's like, he's like paranoid. Like the record, it's like him moan, I gotta get away from the, this person wants all my stuff. And they were all, it's like, it really is like Nixon. He's like your Nixon. He's like Canada's Richard Nixon, Drake. This, this is like his Watergate tapes, 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Views. I, I didn't say it, but uh, that's how you feel. Why? What are you worried? He's going to get you? <laughs> he has a lot, it's like saying, Trust it's me. like being down on Bruce Springsteen. You can't, like, where you are. You I'll say whatever you know. I want about Bruce Springsteen here. Are people going to come get me? I don't care. What, Bruce, what are we going to get? Roy Batan come in here with a bat? I'll punch him in the, punch him right in the face. I guess I just trying to say I don't They'll have to. That intro. They'll be playing that intro to Thunder Road a little differently when I'm done with him. Be playing with his elbows. He'll be pressing a cassette tape with his nose <laughs> on stage. But yeah. Tell tell Drake when you see him there on Young Street. So I actually I, I didn't see him, but one of my coworkers saw him last summer driving by where we work, and he was driving in a really nice car with the windows down, playing his own music really loudly, and driving slowly down the street. Well, that's kind of cool. I gotta say. <laughs> Look, I don't I, I I don't dislike him. I really don't dislike. Him. Right. You just but have questions. I have questions, and I'm just saying this this record is like a mope fest. Really right. is like a, it's really like Ziggy. It's like, he's like Ziggy on this album. Uh-huh. Not Ziggy Stardust, Ziggy the cartoon <laughs> character. Right, right. The sad, the sad uh, cartoon. It's like, it's like he could do the Ziggy musical with this he, album. He's like, he's like uh, in full Eeyore mode. Yeah. He's gotta relax. Go get some, go talk to somebody. Go s- seek professional help if you're depressed. Get that cloud over off your head, and then go go enjoy yourself. He's not he's not had a bad a bad shake of thing. You know what I mean? It's not it's not no. like the eternal struggle of of hey, he was on the TV show when he was fourteen, right? I mean, he's just he's just struggling with all the the same things we're all struggling with, just trying to exist in this world that's very complicated. It is very calm. I'm not saying it's not complicated. No, I know. I, I think that's why it resonates, though. Is it's just you know it's the same stuff we all deal with, just that it happens to be coming from a multimillionaire's mouth. And look, money doesn't make you happy all of a sudden, but he has the means to get happy. He's gotta relax. Come on, Drake. You got kids up there like Toronto sex dwarf Alex looking up to you. <laughs> Don't disappoint them. Right? Do you want to say something to Drake right now, Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex? 
don't you reach out to him? Say, hey, this is, hey, dear dear Aubrey, what's his name? Aubrey Plaza? What is I'm, it? I, no, Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Plaza is the actor from uh, Bad Grandpa, Dirty Grandpa. Dirty, sure. So why don't you say something to, to Drake? Say, hey, Drake, this is Toronto sex dwarf Alex. Okay. Hey, Drake, this is Toronto sex dwarf Alex. Cheer up, buddy. It's going to be okay. If you ever want to talk, I'm sure you can find me on the Internet. Just reach out. You know, I'm always here to listen. Things are going to be okay, though. Now add something about him yelling at the other team. It's, it's Maybe you should cool it when at the Raptors games because yeah. you kind of look like a clown sometimes. Let's, let's act like but, we, let's act like we've been here before. Say that. What? <laughs> let's act like we've been here before. I, I love you. Say say <laughs> say. Sorry, I'm supposed to say this to Drake. I yeah, love you. Say you. Yeah. What's wrong with that? You love your hero. Say you along <laughs> with with. Uh, Damien from Effed Up and Chris Murphy from Sloan and Neil Young and Feist are my heroes. Go ahead. Drake, I love you. You along with Damien from Effed Up, Chris Murphy from Sloan, Neil Young and Feist are my heroes. I believe in you so much. Sincerely. Sincerely, Toronto Sex Door Valley. There you go. All right. Great job, buddy. All right. You have a great night. You too, Tom. What do you say when the call ends? <laughs> I say, uh, this is Toronto Sex Door Alex signing off. Very good. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Man, this Drake, he's got to cheer up. Tell me, first of all, the album's 80 minutes long. 80 minutes. The wall isn't 80 minutes long. That's too long. Yeah, there's a song where he's fighting with uh, uh, a lady friend at a cheesecake factory that I liked. He's got some other stuff on there. Best show. Best show. Hello. Hello. Uh, Welcome hi. to the show. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Nick from Bandon, Oregon. What's up, Nick? Um, I thought maybe Keith Richards would make a, a good arc oh, person. Why? Just from like a genetic standpoint. Maybe not from like a strictly musical That's point fair. of view, but... That's fair. Just from... You know, he seems like he could probably withstand a lot of radiation. You don't think we'd have a problem with him in space? <laughs> uh, I think he's probably already in space in some regards. Ah, good point. Thanks, Brown. Well, well, well. If it isn't one of my favorite bands, The Knots, or... Knots, not the knots, knots.
Nuts. Nuts. From their album, We Are Nuts. Ghana Records. Song's called Reactor. They're so good. So good, but I'm not playing it a second time. They're not that. Not that good. No one gets played twice on the best show. No one gets played twice on the best show. Oh, the phone number 201-3-323-484. That's the number. Full phone lines. Full phone lines. Got to do a couple other things. We got another. We got another 35 minutes in the show. Are we going to do the half hour power tonight? We'll do that. So at midnight, you call back, you uh, call in on screen, be a part of the best show post show. Rapid fire. I'm very serious about getting a sponsor for the studio name. I was, I know it sounded like it might be a joke. I'm serious about that. If you can name a baseball stadium, then we, we can name the best show studio. Some company has money laying around. Would you want your name mentioned on the best show every week? Put it on the, put a thing up on the wall. We'll do it right. I know you people work at companies with too much money. How about the best show for once in my in my life? Wouldn't you? How about that? Help me out, would you, please? Another thing in two weeks. Today is what? The third? Today's the third. So Mike, mark the... Not happy with that lifeless thing. On the 17th, Mike. May 17th. For one hour. We're going to hold a contest. People can call up and do impressions of me. For one hour, and the winner, the best impression, as determined by me, will win a prize. A good prize. So get your get your Tom Sharpling impressions in order. Because on May 17th, Tom Pressions! Back to the phones. Hot phones tonight. Hot phones. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Well, I'm going to say this. If you're someone who's on hold, just imagine this. You're on hold. There's only, there's not a lot of you on hold. And then you hear somebody yelling, hey. You hey, what's going on? There you go. Hey, what? sorry. Uh, apparently the music is too loud up here, so i got to turn it down quite a bit. Right. Sorry, and, Tom. All right. What's your name? Hey, this is JC. JC. I'm calling out of, yeah, out of Providence, Rhode Island. What's up, JC? Oh, uh, you know, having a great night. We're listening to uh, this compilation, the Brown Acid Comp, out of... Uh, I'm not sure where it's from. Yeah, it's, that's what that, that's that early metal, proto metal comp, right? Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. 
from like you know 1970 to 1979. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, man. I, that's what I just said. <sighs> what can I do for heavy? Us? Well, I was going to tell you a story if you don't mind listening to it. Um, uh, well, what's it I about? Give me, give me the one-liner for this. Well, I got some herbs from a powwow. Go ahead. And they kind of flipped me out into this magical reality. Now, I'm look, I've done a little bit of psychedelics in my time, mm-hmm. some, sometimes with uh, some friends of mine, but this really felt like a whole other thing. Yeah. And the whole time, you know, my friends kept asking me if I was tripping, and I was like, no, I'm just on these herbs from the powwow that I got. They were like, but you look like you're tripping your nuts off, man. But I was all about cleaning the house that I'm living in. Mm-hmm. And this was like, so I, you know, the band, the Atlantic Thrills. Sure. On, uh, I do. Almost ready record. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I live in, I live in like the house with them. And while they were away on tour, I came across these herbs. All right, look, I'm not going to, you can't say, I can't let you attribute things to these guys on a, you know. Just realize you're saying things publicly. Come on. I, I don't know what the deal with that is. I don't know if this guy's got an axe to grind with Atlantic Thrills or if he's their best friend. I don't know. But know how broadcasting works, my friend. Can't just say things without get with the, with, with, with the besmirching people. Besho, you're on. Hey, Tom. A lot of dudes tonight. Jeepers Creepers, man. Yay. What is this, a Rush concert? Hey. I feel like we got a phone set up in the middle of a Rush concert and just whoever's there is, is talking into it. But you go ahead. You're different. Peyton, uh, take offense, but Tom Tom Sawyer, he came by, he, he took the brush from me. Uh, Tom, I've got, a, uh, I've got a Hollywood guy living in my uh, quaint college town. And I'd like to discuss if he belongs on the Ark. You've got a Hollywood guy living in your quaint college town. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he, he's got a farmer hat. He's got a uh, little Ford he drives around. Uh, he says he says he has a farm. Uh, he's been in uh, some movies. Uh, and uh, he engages in the in, in the music scene, and uh, I kind of think he's a phony. Well, what's his name? Uh, Give me his name. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Who, who is it? Uh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, Kill, Tom. Killing the golden goose, man. It's having so much fun tonight. This is what I got. Go ahead. What do you? What, what's going on, Chief? Hey, Tom. I'm a dude. My name's Dave. I'm- I think I hung up on Dave from Knoxville. Whoops. Sorry, Dave. I was tell Dave. Dave, Dave call back. I didn't know it was you. I apologize. That was. But I don't know. I hung up in the dude's voice. You call back. Best show. Go ahead. Hey, Tom. Uh, one more dude for you. One less dude. Sorry. I can't do it. Just can't do it. Hmm. 
So let's review what we just heard. We played the music. We came back. One dude started talking about some weird drug story. Then that was followed by a guy saying that someone was a Hollywood phony. And then that was followed by me accidentally hanging up on, I believe, Dave from Knoxville, which was followed by me hanging up on two other dudes in rapid succession. Who's good here, Mike? No more dudes. Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes. It's Dave. It's Dave from Knoxville. How are you, Dave? I'm great. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You, you know what I like to do, Tom? What do you like to do? I, I've got a sweet ride, you know, a little red Focus, Ford Focus. I like to put the windows down, Yeah. throw the elbow out, crank up one of my calls to the best show and drive around. The drive around. Road. So you're like the Drake of Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm like the Drake of South Knoxville, Tennessee. Of South Knoxville. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. I didn't realize there was a distinction in Knoxville. You're uh, not those yeah, yeah. you're not those fancy those fancy Knoxville people from upper Knoxville. That's right. From West Knoxville. West Knoxville, no. Yeah. Hey, um what uh can I go rapid fire even though it's not uh uh the post show? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, how about if I get a Kickstarter to raise money to have the studio named after me? No. Okay. Um, I met James McNew. You met James McNew from Yola Tango, one of my he, uh, good friends, very special was, person to me in my life. He was super nice, and uh, they played a joint uh, set with Lamb Chop. And I, one of the best things I have ever heard is uh, Kurt Wagner singing the lead on Autumn Sweater. Oh, that's awesome. Lemonade. Yeah, it was really incredible. That's a good pairing. So great. great I'm glad great that I'm, I'm glad you met him. James is a good guy. He was super nice. I did not realize how tall he is. Yes. <laughs> I, I was a dwarf under him, but super Came down the lobby and talked to me uh, five ten minutes. Really super nice. Oh, that's that's sweet. He's a he's a good dude. And so are you, though. You are too. Well, Next subject: you. rapid fire. Uh, I am doing a voice index project for the best show that people may not know about. Okay. Um, where I uh, am attaching the name of everyone in the studio or who calls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I know that uh, I know that Jason Gore knows about it, but uh, I just wanted to say it out loud. Uh, I will post updates on Twitter, and I'm about to finish through 2015. So of all the to... of the people who've called, or have Everyone been in studio, or been in studio. Wow! From from the minute that their call or appearance starts. Well, that is an epic undertaking. So, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to share that with people. And uh, if they'll look at Dave from Knoxville on Twitter, I will put up a link to it. Okay, that's cool. I knew you were doing that. I admittedly had lost track of things with it. But um, but I think that's well, that's spectacular. So I, can, I, I will catch up. Um, and the last thing for the topic, 
Yes. Uh, doesn't, doesn't Andy Kindler have to go on there? Yeah, let's put Andy, I would put Andy Kindler on on the arc. Look, he's super smart. Eh. He's, he's hilarious. Well, that goes without saying. He's a master of social media. Mm-hmm. And assuming his wife goes along with it, he's probably the only man that can satisfy Taylor Swift, who will also have to be on it. He's the only man who can what? Satisfy Taylor Swift. I don't. I don't know what that means. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. This went off. I don't know, Dave. Dave. That's okay. Look, Dave. Yeah, every everything. It's it's good that 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 we had that little moment there in the call because then it you didn't have to worry about perfection. You didn't. You, you almost did. It was almost perfect, but you showed that you're human, which is the most important thing to show in the end. That's awesome. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I tagged as a dude. You're all right, Dave. All right, man. I appreciate the call. You have a great night. Keep going, Matt. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, I had something for the topic. Oh, no. That's, that's very long. Best show. It's a lot like life. <laughs> bonk, 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 bing, bonk, bonk, bonk. Hello, gorgeous. Well, who is this? This is El Bibi. Bibi from Las Vegas. Correct. How are you, Bibi? The, the one. For people who don't know, Bibi is a, a, a regular caller from Las Vegas who was in a fight. Correct me if I'm wrong. The dude from Alphaville. I'll say, um, I don't know if that was me, man. Might, maybe, could have been, maybe, might have been, might not have been. Who knows? It, yeah. So. Might have been, might not have been. So what's going on tonight, BB? Well, I was uh, hoping to blow this here topic wide open because I think it's yeah. pertinent and timely and getting Thank short. It's the yeah. shortest. Because right now, this arc consists of. Me, and I'm putting myself on it. Rashid Wallace. Absolutely. Jason from Alabama's kid and his knives and Andy Kindler. Humanity's in trouble with that lot. It's in, um, I, I'm noticing a severe lack of women. Yeah, I, I kind really? of noticed that as well. Right now, no, this seems like, right now, this seems like we're, we're, like it's a, uh, it seems like a Dungeons and Dragons club. A little bit, man. You got the uh, got the eighteen sided die. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah, Andy Kendler be like, I didn't hear about the memo that the wizard was stuck, fighting an orc. <laughs> so, baby, who? How would you remedy this situation? Oh well, I was thinking. Um, well, I don't, um, well, first of all. I know where you're addressing personnel, but as far as like a curator uh, uh, of film and music, are you going to you going to work in that regard? Is that your major function, or are you are you the um, are you more personnel or um, president or godlike figure? Don't worry what I do on the thing. 
I'm looking for, this is my ark. I need these people to help fulfill. And look, admittedly, I don't want people to notice I'm not bringing that much to the table on the ark. All right. I'm going to kind of bluster my way through it until we're in space. And then if they want to gossip about just like, have you noticed he doesn't do that much? Too late. Should have thought of that on the launch pad. Too bad he's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this his arc? His name's all over this thing. It's also uh, pertinent considering the uh, lay of the land uh, uh, electorally. And uh, that there were three M-type uh, planets found within um, driving distance of Earth. Look, Trump's going to be president. It's all going to be fine. Just relax. Well, let's, just, let's pack this thing. It's going to be cool. So, I think we need a, um, oh, I don't know, like a hydroponic genius. Because we're going to need food and mm-hmm. things. That's true. A neurologist. <laughs> you're you're taking this very seriously. I was. Oh, absolutely. I put Andy Kindler on my arc. And I have a um, a young man on it who's, the only thing I know about him is that his father begged me to put him on the thing, and he owns a fair amount of knives. You're taking this so much more seriously than I was. You know what, the, what I got to tell you, that kid made it in Chelsea Peretti. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Oh, it's cold. Yeah, well, it was... Well, it was um, Appreciated sincerely. Uh, I, I it's a little tough to take after the first bottle of vodka. <laughs> I only need a dumpster. Don't cross BB. No. Don't cross B. You know who I want on this arc? You, you BB. You're coming. Oh out. no, man! I'm a little spent. No, you're on it. You're on it. Well, okay, if you don't mind having this, I'm going to have to be the sort of Stephen Hawking, like, why is she here? No, nobody's going to be like that. Look, I'm going to be the one getting all that flack, not you. Uh. <laughs> and then after after me, it's going to be Kindler. And mm-hmm. then after Kindler, everybody's going to wonder what this kid with all the knives is doing on the thing. And then, But then yeah. nobody will question him because he's got all these knives. Yeah. Well, right. you know what I'm thinking here. Um, if you want to even up the um, my suggestion, yes. immediate and uh, accessible is uh, all the prices right models should go along. Uh, Amber, <laughs> Manuela. Uh, are they under your? Are you? Are you captaining them? Is this? Is this something you want to be like your 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 team on the arc? Sure. So sure, okay, Rachel so BB, Ray. you're in charge of the Price is Right <laughs> models. Price is Right models. Great. So we're that's cool. That's um, if that's all I'm bringing to the table, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I tell you, humanity has nothing to worry about. Between, uh-huh. don't worry, everyone. We'll be back real soon to save humanity. And just to remind you. It's a dude who has a, 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 a radio show. It's a retired basketball player who's famous for screaming, ball don't lie. 
for screaming for for attributing morality to a basketball. Um, a kid with knives whose dad begged me to put him on the thing. Andy Kindler, BB from Las Vegas, and her her squad of prices right models. You're in good hands, humanity. It sounds it sounds excellent to me. Uh, and the guy with the uh, the ball, ball don't lie guy. I mean, if you want to start another religion, I think I think he's your dude. So he could put the basketball as the as the basis of the religion. An oracle of sorts. <laughs> that is BB. You. I'm so glad you called. You always call at the right time. You always call right when I need a, a call. That 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 fixes yeah. the show. You call. It's like it's like you know exactly what when to check in. Thank you. Pink paint. You have a great night. You too, sir. And look, I didn't even mention the killers once on this call. I know. How did I get away with that? Oh, I just did. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Beth. Beth, where are you calling from? Long Island. Long Island. Very yeah. fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> so uh, what's going on tonight, Beth? Well, first off, I just wanted to say I was a huge fan of Degrassi growing up. Mm-hmm. And I remember a behind-the-scenes special that they had following Drake around. Back then, he was Aubrey Graham. And um, Kevin Smith was guest-starring on or guest-directing the episode. Mm-hmm. And... In that documentary, Kevin Smith said, watch out for Aubrey. He's going to be big. I know it. Well, from Kevin Smith's mouth to who who discovered him, Birdman? I have no idea. Little Little Wayne, Wayne, I think. I think Little Wayne did, yeah. Little Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin Smith... Birdman, who could have a better team in in your, right? No, no one, no one no. else. So what's up, Beth? Where's my Where's my person who's just picking me off the scrap? And look, I'm not getting. I'll say this: this show is the best thing anybody's ever heard. It's the best show. It didn't get called mm-hmm. that by accident. We know what we're doing here. Where other shows stop being funny, that's where we start. We. As far as they can take it is where we just begin. That's a that's a that's just us uh us just uh trifling around. Yeah. And we could do it any which way. Any which yes. way is it you need you need to be funny. This show does it and can do it from every different angle. I agree. So maybe the world hasn't caught up. You know what? One brick at a time. One yeah. brick at a time. Mike, don't lie! <laughs> Mike, don't lie! All these other podcasters talking into their mics. I want to do this thing, Who Sucks in Podcasting? Have you heard this segment I've been doing on the show, Beth? Yes. Who yes. Sucks in Podcasting? This week, you know who sucks in podcasting? Kevin Pollack and his show, <laughs> The Kevin Pollack Chat Show. <laughs> It's a podcast he has, and first of all, it sucks because he call. I've look, I've I've heard like one, maybe two episodes of this thing. It sucks because he calls it a chat show. First of all, it's like <laughs> you're in America; they're not called chat shows here. 
You're trying to mm-hmm. impart some class to the thing that clearly is not there. But then it's also it's this guy Kevin Pollack where he he jumps into podcast. You got people who've been dedicating their life to the, to, to broadcasting, and then this guy he just stumbles in with the, oh, his, his famous name, just sucks mm. all the oxygen out of the room. Right, him and his four impressions. Right. Yeah, and also, isn't he like secondhand man, the guy from Freaks and Geeks? Uh, yeah, I don't know his right. name. Sam, Sam Levine. Sam that, Levine, that yeah. All right. He's all right. But this Kevin Pollock with these okay. impressions, I could do it. He's, I could do that, right? Maybe yeah. that's the thing I should do. Remember I was trying to come up with a novelty record? Yeah. I'll do a thing. Because what impressions does Kevin Pollock do? Hold on. Let me look this up. Let me look this up. Hold on. You can impersonate other podcasters. Okay. Here's who he does impressions of. Johnny Carson. Christopher Lloyd. Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Peter Falk. Jack Nicholson. Al Pacino. Arnold Schwarzenegger, William Shatner. Oh, he does a Christopher Walken impression. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Hey, Mike, did you know that Kevin Pollack does a Christopher Walken impression? Did you know that? <laughs> he does. I could do a thing like a Kevin Pollack type. What if I did like a song, right? Okay. What's like a song that he would sing in the different characters, right? Uh, oh God! Uh, something by the Beatles. I don't know. Like, well, what about, hey, Beth. What about okay. what about? Uh, I'm serious about this. What about uh, what about uh, we got the beat. Sympathy for the devil. Okay. Right. What about that? That would. I think I think any song would be great. I'm a little worried that Best Show for Life is trending in Canada. I think it's in a negative way because I was goofing on Drake. I think it's trending in a very... I don't know if that's a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. I think I, I might get... Uh, I might I mean, get... Uh, it's beaten with... Uh, you know, we put put people put quarters in a roll in a, in a sock, like a roll. You know, they put coins in socks here and hit you with it. Well, it's Canada. Like they're known for being nice, so it, yeah, but it could I, be a worse country. But I went after one of their their own. Yeah, yeah, one of the big times. Yeah, sympathy for the devil karaoke. Let me see what this would be. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let's see if we make this work. I'm not going to play a Geico commercial on the air. Here we go. Ah, no, I don't want the best show theme playing. Can you hear that? No, you can't hear it. No, I can't hear it. So I guess I should do this as different. Okay. Let me figure out how to do this. Here we go. 
So it'd be like, uh, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man, excuse me, I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year, stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around, this is Shatner, Jesus Christ had his moments of doubt, pain. Made sure the Pilates, Pilates went, washed his hand in the sea of fate. And then they'd be like, then be like, uh, like, uh, I'm pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name, sir. If you don't mind, I can ask you a few questions. But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. I could do that, right? Yeah. You Why don't just, I, uh, yeah. Right, go into a studio, lay that down. Mm-hmm. Don't post that. Don't post that. Whatever you do. I don't yeah. know. Um, right? Excuse me, miss. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? No, I was just yeah. doing it. I wasn't sure if you were talking no, to me or... No, don't worry. I was just doing my own thing. So, okay. so yes, yeah, so he sucks in podcasting this week. That's the one. Who's okay, I, I agree. You do, and Ken, Andy Kendler sang Jimmy Cagney. I should try. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, I could see, like, I could do, like, you dirty rat. Right? You dirty rat. Yeah. You're, or, I, or. You're the one who shot my brother, like Michael Caine, right? You shot my <laughs> no, brother. You only got to get a one sentence down and then to do these impressions. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to start doing this. I'm going to start just cashing out. <laughs> put the record out. But but the thing is, like, Kevin Pollock's not even, like, fame. Like, yeah. I think I got to stick with the Deadpool country record. Yeah, probably the way to go. So, Beth, <laughs> did you have anyone for this arc list? Yeah, it's someone you probably haven't heard of yet, but she's when the Olympics come, she's going to be really big. Her name is Simone Biles, and she's like one of the best gymnasts of all time. Simone Biles, B I L E S. Yes. And what type of uh, gymnastics does she perform? She does everything. She's an all-around gymnast. All right. And people think that she might win five medals, all five medals this uh, this summer. Simone Biles. Yeah, let's do it. Put her on. Okay. Simone Biles is on. <laughs> Anybody else? No, that's it. All right. Well, thank you, Beth. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Best show. Hello. Hello. To whom am I speaking? This is Aaron. Aaron? Yes. Aaron in Los Angeles. Aaron in <laughs> Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles? What are you in uh, Silver Lake? I'm in... No. <laughs> I'm you... in uh, the Valley, which apparently is, is not the place to be. Uh, some locals tell me this, I guess. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't mind it here. You get more bang for your buck. You know, like it works. It works out for me. Exactly. What do you care? What these 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 it, it, naysayers say? I like the valley. I do too. It's chill and very relaxed out here. Um, I'm from Seattle, so 
you know, I've only been here for a year, so mm-hmm. I think I think it hasn't. I haven't been jaded yet. Well, that's a good transition then. That's a good transition. Yeah. So, do you have something for the arc? Do you have somebody for the arc? I I have an idea for you mm. that I wanted to propose for you. All your right. Arc. I'm all so ears. I, awesome. I was thinking that maybe you would need someone to greet people as they come onto the arc. And what a better greeter than Papa John, who can kiss everyone as they board. Because he kissed Peyton Manning at the uh, on the football yes. field at the the Super Bowl. Yes, you can have him be the official kissing greeter. Well, this is also what we could do. This is why he's going to make it. Also, he could greet people. I like that. Mm-hmm. But then. Say the Ark lands on a foreign planet, right? Right. And then we we send him out, and he presents food to the aliens, right? And then while they all have stomach aches after eating his terrible pizza (laughs) and are stuck in their space bathrooms, we, like, take all their stuff and put it on our Ark and then take back off again, right? After he He poisons them with pizza. He has two functions on the arc. <laughs> yes. I like Food, this. He's this the one who poisons. Yes. He's a greeter <laughs> and poisoner of alien yes. species. He's our biodefense. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, that is that's, perfect. That's, oh, good. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I do. This is my first time calling, so I was a little nervous. Well, I will but, say this. Yeah. Is it Aaron... <laughs> It's E-R-I-N, Aaron, not Aaron. Yes, okay. yes. Aaron? Yes. Five stars. Oh, thanks, Tom. Out of that a possible... No, from you. Out of a possible oh, 40. Oh. Well. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. No, you were great. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Tom. Right, bye-bye. Best show. Hi, is this Tom? It is. Hi. Um, I'm, I know that you haven't really been doing much of the love connection stuff tonight, but I was wondering if I could call someone or, like, call to try and make contact with someone from last week. There was someone. I couldn't listen live. Okay. Who did, you, who did you hear last week that you would like to reach out to? Um, Caller 11. They were from Detroit or uh, Michigan, maybe, but I mm-hmm. kind of, I, I guess I'm hoping Detroit. Um, but I live in Cleveland, and I know they were looking for um like, I guess a lady, and mm-hmm. I guess I'm sort of that as well. I'm like a trans girl. And okay. I'm going to be in town for Movement Weekend, like uh, the techno festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I like punk and noise music. And oh, I that's right. Know... Number number 11 liked all the, liked the, like a lot of noise rock, right? Is that correct? Well, there were, there were two people. One was Caller 4, who they seem very sweet. I actually know them, though. <laughs> but, okay. Um so you don't right. need the connection part of the love connection with if you know them already. Well, not with number four. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Number eleven from Michigan. Well, yeah. well, number eleven. Well, this is what I'll say. And mm-hmm. uh, why don't you email me? Okay. Shoot me an email, and if number eleven is listening, uh. I will uh, see about putting an email connection together. How about that? Yeah, that'd be really nice. Thank you. Okay, of course. 
Well, thank right. you. See, um, this it's. I think this one is like a slow boiler that will s- slowly pay off week by week, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've I've kind of been like planning to call all week. I'm like, I work late on Tuesday nights, so I usually have to listen to the podcast. Where uh, you work? Where do you I, work? I work at like a grocery store in the deli, and I usually have to like deep clean on Tuesday night. Oh, is that a lot of bleach? What what do you put on the like? You have to clean the meat slicers. Yeah, Ugh. I do. I have to like sharpen and clean the slicers, and, like tear apart the case and everything. Oh, I could barf Sunday. thinking of that. I seriously could. Horrible. I could seriously barf thinking about that. The worst is when we have to clean out the shop vac. The oh! water and ham. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I am close to throwing up. <laughs> the shop vac. Oh no. Oh, I'm serious. That is turning. I am. I need yeah, to think about something different. I'm, I swear to you, I need to think about something different. It's pretty terrible too because I've been vegan for about like four years, okay. and I used to be a vegan chef, and all of a sudden I got this job. Yeah, and uh, kind of the opposite it, of where you were. It is. Yeah. From vegan <laughs> chef, they let me like tend the salad bar. Though, yeah, and that's a lot better. You but. went from vegan chef to cleaning out the shop vac at a. <laughs> Please email me. And I and if number eleven, if you are listening, please email me, and I will I will make a connection if that makes sense for uh, for both of you. All right, thank you so much. Right. Um, you have a great night. You too, Mag. Oh, I'm serious. That stomach churning. Shop vac. Oh, best show. Hello. Hello. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Rich in Chicago. Rich! What's going on? Not too much. Had a couple for the topic. What do you got? Um, some first suggestion would be uh, the Sonic guys. They seem to come up on pretty much any list we do. Best duo. <laughs> Worst people, best people, <laughs> any any list, the two guys from the Sonic commercial. You know what? Fair enough. Sonic guy's got to be on this thing. It just fits. So pretty much humanity is, is, is at a crossroads. Here we go to save humanity. It's like Armageddon. This is the human race rests in the the fate in the hands of me, Rashid Wallace, Jason from Huntsville's son Alex and his knives, Andy Kindler, BB from Las Vegas, and the Price is Right models, who she's in charge of, gymnast Simone. Uh, Simone Biles, Papa John, and as if there weren't enough fast food reps on this thing, the Sonic guys. I think that's a, I think that's a good addition. Earth has nothing to worry about. Anybody else? You got anything else? I did. Yeah. Um, I think, and and since Jason from uh, Alabama's son is going to be there. Uh, I think you should also include Holden, who you sometimes call Hoagie. Holden, the 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 young the young lad who calls. 
Right. No, well, my putting idea, I'm putting him on. Yeah. Well, my idea was that you might like this. Like you might initially like say no, but then you discover no, no. he like snuck on. Look, this is what I'm going to say. I screamed at that kid a few weeks ago. I feel bad about that. I'm putting him on the so as a makeup call. I'm putting him on the arc. Nice. That's very nice of you. Well, he's all right. I, I was I was a little uh, I was a little aggressive, so I apologize, Holden. Seriously, I apologize. You're an all right <laughs> kid. So where you're in Chicago? So uh, uh, how far is Montreal from Chicago? Uh, I've not done the math. Mm, well, uh. you're going to find out when you get in your car to go see Bridge and Tunnel at the Montreal Sketch Fest on May 13th and 14th. Two shows. The Bridge and Tunnel is the uh, the the sketch troupe that counts among its members, Dudio, Jason Gore, and Kristen Bartlett, right? And, and how many other members? Six other members. So it's a super and super talented. I've, I've I did a show with them. Super funny. If you're at the Montreal Sketch Fest, you have to go check them out. May thirteenth and fourteenth. Two shows. Tickets are available at MontrealSketchFest.com. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks. Oh, sorry. He should call back. Call back, bro. Um, all right. I think the best show's over now. I think so, right? Just remember the following things. A, humanity is doomed. But it's going to be funny watching Andy Kindler on our spaceship doing his thing about the MASH channel, his routine. It's called the MASH channel. Well, if Andy Kindler goes on, that means Gary the Squirrel has to go on. The Gary the Squirrel. Sorry. So Gary the Squirrel's on also. Um, okay. Remember this? In two weeks... A one-hour extravaganza, 60 minutes of, of you, the best show listener, doing impressions of me. And the best impression will receive a big prize. Not big, not that big. Don't get too uh, caught up in yourself. That's happening. You get AP Mike's headshots at apmike.bandcamp.com. He's got plenty of stuff up for sale there. Support him. Pat, anything? Nope, nothing for Pat. You just listen to his show every Saturday night on WFMU. Prove it all night. We've got the half hour power coming up. The best show post show. 30 minutes of rapid fire on screen calls. With special surprise guests. How about that? Look out. Andy Kindler said he's off. He's not going on the arc now. Because Gary the Squirrel's on it. It's too late. The ship is in space and then Gary jumps out. And then starts screaming at Andy. 
and you're trapped on a, on a space arc, Andy, with Gary. I am going to say that the best show's over, and that it will be back next week, and that we will all have fun listening to it next week. But in the meantime, we are all going to say goodnight, and we are all going to listen to something very exciting. How about this? This is exciting. The new Howling Hex album. It's called Denver. Neil Michael, ha- Neil Michael Haggerty in the Howling Hex. You know Neil Haggerty. He, he of Royal Trucks and Pussy Glore fame. Bandy's uh, been in charge of for, uh, what, coming up on, t- is it 10 years now? Howling Hex? They've got a new album called Denver coming out on Drag City. And we're going to hear something from it right now. Best show will be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye.